XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony channel. The Ron and Fez show starts right now. Get down to it, boppers. It's the Run of Fez show on a Monday. A nice, chill Monday. Not manic? No, man. It's very nice out there today. It's gorgeous. It feels like Catskills weather. Now, uh, we just had a great experience here because Chris Stanley had his headphones on and was singing along with The Who. Hell yeah. I guarantee you a little louder than he thought he was singing. <laughs> so you, so the slurring words are all still pretty loud. Mm, a kid candy could have been all night. And then he would just scream real loud during the squeeze box part. <laughs> he was very happy doing that. Good shit. Love The Who. Uh, you had a big weekend, of course. Uh, Belmont uh, goes off. And uh, the chick, once again, comes through in flying colors. Doolahan did not even get anywhere near the front. He, he made a move towards the turn, but nothing. Nothing happened. Go, go to the ATM right now. Grab a hundred so I could be 
the handicapper to the stars. Now, here's the situation, Chris. I don't know whether you got the calendar I sent you of Mexican jockeys <laughs> naked. More like handicapper in a bar, right? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, should fucking park in the handicap set. Anyway, the point is, he stinks. He just stinks. I mean, that, it was a good race, but it just it meant nothing. Without fucking, I'll have another. Yeah, it, had, it meant nothing. It just meant nothing. Although, really annoyed. they said that a lot more people were watching this year on television. That's just thinking that maybe that horse would come running out of the stands. <laughs> yes, it's fucking it's healthy again. It is happening. Well, you wonder how many people just didn't even pay attention to the news. Oh, yeah. It's like, and they just showed up. Triple crowd's going to happen. Yay. But this, to me, was like if... A team doesn't show up to the Super Bowl. You're just like, <laughs> if you just hear, hey, the Steelers can't make it this year. What? All, all their legs feel bad. And the fucking trainer who fucking pulled this horse is a pussy. He should, he just, he only, he, the fucking horse should have fucking made the horse run. The guy's loaded anyway. You never, you're never rich enough. Rich people are never rich enough. Good. Fucking get all the horse jizz you can. And it's just, yeah, it's just 100% about money. Uh, and like everything in life, like everything in life, it's money. That's it. So they didn't want to risk anything. No. Tenderness. Uh, yeah. They they also, I guess they could sell this as this would have been the Triple Crown winner. Yeah. Look at this jizz. Yeah, it's... You uh, can tell he would have won. I read uh, it's he gets $100,000 every load. Yeah. hundred k a load. And that's horse. here's the weird thing. You're paying hundred k, and you don't even know if your horse is going to get pregnant. No, and they don't even know if these if it matters about this horse jizz because it's he, they have two years to any of the babies start racing. So like Smarty Jones or whatever that won yeah. first two legs a couple of years ago it used to be hundred k a fucking load. Now it's down to seventy five hundred because none of his horses are fucking none of the horses he bred are doing anything. Yeah, because we don't even know how well the breeding thing <laughs> works don't, anyway. Don't. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. Like everything else. It's not like this horse came from some $100,000 jizz. I think they bought for like thirty grand or something, this horse. Uh, it's crazy. Fucking horse racing. <laughs> Luckily, we have boxing, so horse racing All right. still isn't the most crooked thing in the world. No, because fucking over the weekend, I don't know if you saw the fight mm -hmm. with Pacquiao and Tim Bradley, but I'm done with boxing. That's it. This was the final straw for me. I don't care anymore. But you came along 20 years after everybody else said. First of all... <laughs> How the fuck is Bob Aaron still alive? I don't and get it. looks exactly the same way he looked like when I was a kid. He's a fucking vampire scumbag, is what he is. And always has been. God damn it. Always has been. Uh, he was the guy who put fucking Rocky together in the fucking fights. <laughs> I, I literally think that that fucking character was based on Bob Aaron. So he's been around forever, and uh, this fight. As much as he's claiming this is bullshit, he's behind this. It's ridiculous. This is, this is what he fucking said after the fucking fight. Yeah. I've never been ashamed of the sport of boxing as I am tonight. I'll make a lot of money off the rematch, but this was outrageous. Yes. Disgusting. And you own the fucking judges. Cocksucker. Fucking bullshit rematch in November. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They fucking... They don't give a shit. They don't. Because people still... You will forget... And no, watch the next fight. I'm going to remember this because I was fucking shocked when I saw that shit go down. Fucking split decision from Bradley. It's insane. It's impossible for well, him to fucking one. Even when Bradley's saying, I don't uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I won. I'm sure I didn't. Good. I broke uh, my leg. That's up to, on the in They're trying to trick people into thinking that Bradley is actually Mayweather. That's up on the Interabang today. The iBang.
uh, has all the stories we're talking about. Here's Tom in New York. Pepper. Yes. Have you no compassion for your fellow four-legged equestrian, you damn centaur? I have two Did, legs. Didn't you learn your lesson from luck? Did you want to kill that horse? I ride the horses. They, I don't. No one rides me. All that right? doesn't make sense. Look, he thinks he's saying I'm a fucking centaur. That's bullshit. But see, the thing is this. Yes. I'm not going to let you run this week. You're just as far too valuable for me to let you go out there and twist the fucking hoof. I have feet with human shoes on them. You know what? When I heard that clippy clop of you coming down the fucking okay. hallway today. Footsteps, not clippy clopping of horse hooves. By the way, I'm just pointing this out to uh, anyone. If you're looking to buy some jizz for your lady, <laughs> some championship jizz, I'm, I've got the Centaur's uh, com that I'm willing to sell. No, I ain't out to stop. Uh, this is up on the iBank. I guess they ran this in Denmark. The fear factor that we would not run. Yeah. In this country where they all drank the donkey semen. And uh, for some reason... Now, that got that show knocked off the air, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be the big comeback of Fear Factor. Yeah. And the first week it's out or whatever, it's doing great. The numbers are terrific. The second week they drink cum. And they're like, I'm not having your fucking show on anymore. We can't do this. You're you guys a... are just too cummy drinker. <laughs> Cum drinking competition. So Denmark is not as queasy as the United States. No, they don't give a fuck. Whatever. Just another nasty liquid. This show's had so many horrible things happen. Would you drink it for money? <sighs> I mean, what's, what's, what do you, uh, maybe not on Fear Factor, because it's only like 50 grand. Yeah, it is. It's like 50. Would you sit down and chug fucking uh, mule cum for 50 grand? Well, I. Cups don't seem that big, actually. See, I wasn't raised that way. I wasn't raised. I wouldn't want to be now, on this fucking girl's just it. chugging it. Yeah, these girls are fucking pounding cum. And I wonder why the producers of Fear Factor did not see this, you know, in queasy United States as something that would go the wrong way. They just want, they just fucking pushed it too far. Because they've already eaten plenty of, like, testicles and fucking horse, you know, animal penises. So yeah. they figured might as well get the juice out of the penis. What if. No, would you drink Shorty Jones's fucking seventy five hundred dollar cum? No, definitely not. Shorty Jones is such a fucking bum anyway. <laughs> it's just another Philly bum. I saw that fucking. I saw that horse last time I was in Philly. That horse was laying in an alley drinking. Oh my god! I drinking really... with a paper bag around it. I'm going, Shorty Jones. You might act like I don't know what you're fucking up to, but I know that's MD twenty twenty. Anybody need some horse cum? <laughs> so the fear factor that we never got to see in the States, no. you can see it here. And I guess if you drink bat blood, it's okay. Anything else or is fine. Anything else. But, uh, and she just chugged like a quart. Like, not even knowing a shot of it. Mm, no, she was slow and steady. Just fucking, that thing went all the way down. Any other liquid is fine, but we can't know that a penis was involved. Well, it was a fucking mule penis, though. But I mean, on any fucking level, right? Have you ever heard of, like, any of your neighbors or anyone you've ever known? Oh, I drank dog cum on a bet. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't fucking happen. I mean, it is. I mean, if we're going, you say liquid. But when I think liquid, I'm thinking like fucking Kool-Aid or fucking <laughs> this is Fresca. Not any kind of jism. You know? It just does. You never even fucking hear about it. 
Well, at one point in this video, they're trying to cheer on one of the girls, and they say, oh, it's just protein with mucus. Like, that is going yeah, that to wouldn't help. help. Me. That wouldn't help me. I wouldn't do it for me. Anyway, it's up on the iBank today. Uh, now, there was piss in there, too? All right, let's take a look here. Cause, I don't, cause I don't wanna... there's, two, there's two different cups. One's very white, and one is let's look kind of pissy looking. Say, I can't. Yeah, yeah. The, the the girl on the right, this girl is fucking drinking donkey piss. Yeah, it's definitely not. Right, one's piss, and one's cum. There's the piss, and they're both fucking drinking. I'd rather drink the piss than the cum. I'd rather fucking throw this at the producer and fucking leave. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know how I ended up on this show, but there's a fucking you know. I just answered I, a casting call at Craigslist. Right. I don't mind fucking hanging off a building on a fucking shoestring. I got it. I was feared. But this is drinking piss and cum. Oh, that's um, like a tall glass Either one, it's got to be chilled. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Bill. Oh, no, let's go to Dave. Dave, you're on the Run Fest show. Yes, uh, you guys are forgetting. Uh, Dave McDonald would have done it for $72.53. Yeah, but that's his thing. I mean, he is fear factor. He's hardcore. All right. Do you guys have another fucking live to tape show over the weekend? No, or you live showed up? with no. We are, we're always there. Five, live phone calls, great, good time. Yeah, yeah. Please. I mean, to me, like it to seems on? like you got to come out. I, I wanted to. Yeah. Right now, I'm negotiating with Sam. Okay. Um, you can negotiate with us. Love it. All right. Well, Sam's giving me money. All right, how, how much? You know what? I don't want you guys to to give me money, but I do want you to drink piss and come if I come in. <laughs> I Maybe that. I should come in for the finals. That'd be fucking great. The Whore of Akron. Jerry Bark is coming in tomorrow, and he's all caught up in this Oklahoma. He's basically the whole way, because he found himself going from San Antonio to fucking Oklahoma. Like, there's no problem. But he's just betting against LeBron, mm -hmm. the Whore of Akron. At this point, yeah. He said, you know, the Western fucking conference finals, Western conference finals was the finals. the finals of the whole thing. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Fucking LeBron has blown the fuck up these last two games, just yeah. murdering everything in sight. Jesus Christ. Look, if the East Coast doesn't matter, then fucking explain to me Biggie Smalls. Come on, baby. Big Papa. Um, let's go over here to Nate in Iowa. You're on on the air, Nate. Hey, uh, hey guys. I was just uh, listening to you talk about the uh, the cum drink, and I think yeah. that's what it's taking that in one gulp. All right, you know what? That's just Nasty. that's bullying. Nasty. That's fucking straight bullying. Uh, right off the bat, I want to put up this uh, Detroit guy, uh, the East Sider. Yeah. And Hicks, I know this was your big story. This guy had one of those idiots who like dumps trash in the middle of the street. Yeah. He just had, he has like a fucking like a, a truck, and he had a bunch of fucking debris on it, and just dumped it in the middle of. Well, he had trees. Street. He yeah. had he had chopped a tree down, and then as he's making a turn, a whole fucking giant tree. Pieces of it, of course, fall into the street. Yeah. So, whoever the fucking eight on your side, or whoever these assholes well, are, shame on you thing. In Detroit. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> so they they try to pull the shame on you bit, and this guy comes out. Now you know he's up to no good because he's wearing shades. Yeah, you don't take them off. A fucking dude that just come out of his house is wearing shades. Like if you're sitting on your couch wearing shades. <laughs> Some fucked up. Yeah, you're going fucking on. shady. <laughs> All right, so let's just play a little bit of this. This is how this guy acts 
on the news. Yeah, you know, this yeah. is what cracks me up. Stakevich claims he hit a curb and the debris accidentally fell out. It's a little illegal to leave the wood in the street, so what I'm asking is... I'm going... I mean, you don't have to ask me, and I don't take no orders from no woman, by the way. By the way, I don't take no orders from no women. Stakevich says he was planning to go back and clean up the wood, but only had $1 worth of gas. So you were saying that you were going back to clean up oh, the wood? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm Mr. Cleanup. Okay. I'm not Mr. Clean. I'm Mr. Clean Up. Somebody said and that I live in Warren and I'm cleaning up Detroit. Go figure that one out. <laughs> and somebody said that they tried to yell at you to come back and you kept going. And it then... must have been a woman and I don't listen to women yelling. I tell them to shut up. Well, he was quite <laughs> offensive with his answers. Dukevich maintains he just wants to help people remove chunks of wood. shit in his front yard. I lift them all by myself with nobody else's help. Old guys, disabled guys, black guys, white guys, Polish guys, Ukrainian guys, and Guys from Mars also. Oh, okay. Oh, Mar okay. From, from Mars? From Mars. Yeah, that's where I'm from, Mars. And police are investigating what exactly you happened know, out here. I know everyone has caught from that guy before. Like, <laughs> when you show up at his house and like you got to fucking hear what he'll ever do. If anyone ever rats on him. Yeah. You know, from that totally fucking dude. Paranoid psycho. And then I'll be like, you know, my people don't fuck around, okay? No right. one said you did. Look, I'm here to make a purchase. Okay, just get this. Get you know, that's here. what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I got you. Hey, yeah. everybody will be found out. What's with the glasses? Because the people are on the fucking inside know what's going down. You're just like... I know, dude. Just give me fucking product and let's I'm a, stop this whole thing. I'm a customer. Right. <laughs> Come on. Where's your customer service? I love the guy's yard. It's fucking just covered in more tree fucking shit. Uh, Jeff and Callie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, uh, spy report. Anthony Sanchez got arrested for uh, felony child abuse. Yeah, well, that ain't a spy report. That happened over the weekend. It was up on the iBang.com. Yeah, so no, you're no, fucking late I'm with the fun. news, dude. You're fucking late with the news. This is the guy who beat his kid with the belt because his kid couldn't fucking catch an easy fucking catch in the backyard. Yeah. Here's even the worst news of this, though. All right. It's a stepson. So oh, he's taking a no. fucking belt to somebody who he didn't even give his Smarty Jones just to. <laughs> Wonder how much he got for it. So it's bad enough when you see a father whacking a fucking kid. Well, here's the thing. The fact is the kid wasn't fucking playing with fire or anything where you can understand yeah. the father would get fucking upset and give him a whack. The kid just couldn't fucking grab an easy can of corn in the backyard. This should be one of the most relaxed Squeeze. situation. Let it come in. Soft fucking hands. And squeeze. How is that difficult? Just fucking drop that ball. <laughs> Get over here. But then when it ain't even your kid, this is you might as well be the fucking baseball coach hitting the fucking kid with the belt. Yeah, this is fucked. And that father, the kid's father's still around. This guy, well, I'm, you know, if he's still here's the stay. other side of it yeah. though. When your kid is Latin, you expect him at least to be a shortstop. So when he can't play a simple game of catch, but I'm telling you this: if he can't play catch in the backyard. He's never going to fucking play baseball. Let's, no. He's never going to be able to judge a ball coming off a bat. I wonder if this is the first time they had played catch together, or did he knew this was going to happen? The kid's got to be eight years old, right? The yeah, kid is him four. No, yeah, he's a bigger kid, yeah. So the kid should have been playing fucking ball for seven and a half years by the time this came down. The mother was probably thrilled that they were going to have this playing catch bonding experience. Well, I mean, you're saying like this is the first time it happened. That don't fucking look like either one of them was shocked.
that the beating was fucking going down. That bell came off really quickly. Yeah, and the kid wasn't like, oh my god, what just happened here? The kid was like, here we go again. Like Dick's stepdad yeah. being an asshole again. Just because this was the first time filmed, don't make it the fucking first time. Because this kid don't even move once the fucking, the whack time. Like, he's like, okay. Takes it. Take my licks. Fuck, next time I hope I catch it. Yeah, it's fucking $100,000 bail for this dude. It's hard to catch in this American Gladiators version of catch. I don't know. I think if I thought I was getting the belt, I'd be fucking coming at the ball. Yeah, really. It's fucking incentive. I'd catch a fucking wheelbarrow before I wanted a fucking uh, belt across my thighs. All right, the father didn't even put the belt back on. He just no, fuck that. Why you should he, he knew it was going to fucking go down that again. Motherfucker's probably wearing suspenders, just carries the belt around <laughs> for fun. He's got his belt off so much. Fortunately, they got the kid out of there. Why? Where's the kid? The kid left with his mother to visit her family in Alabama. Oh, is that better? Wait a minute. What are these Mexicans doing with family in Alabama? That's weird. There's something crazy about this whole story. I'd rather be in SoCal. And where's the kid's real dad? That motherfucker should be riding over right now. Yeah, fucking this guy up. Instead of letting the next door neighbor yelling out, why don't you hit me with that belt, motherfucker? Fuck stick. <laughs> fuck stick. A is perfect. And B, come the fuck over. I'm come here on. too. Hit me with your belt. I got kids. Shit. I fucking love that fucking asshole. Yeah, he blew this dude's spot up. No, he did. Gosh, that dude. motherfucker is sitting in jail right now thinking, why don't I have a higher fence? You ought to get a fucking Astrodome in that yard where you're being clocked by your neighbor. See, that's another thing, Fez. This guy wouldn't be taking video unless this shit happens all the time. Because yeah. you know he's like, next time, I'm gonna, next time, man, I'm going to have my video ready to go. Honey, get the camera. Um, and I hope it costs this asshole his big fancy city water meter reading job. Whatever. Um, I've already forgot about this whole fucked up family. One can't catch you, one can't stop hitting people with a belt. And the mother's way of dealing is to drive to Alabama like a fucking... Sounds like the worst thing ever. Who are you, Leonard Skinner? For bringing that kid back to Bama, they, she should be fucking put away so from child services. Imagine how confused the kid is. A, I can't catch. B, I get hit with a belt for it. C, now I gotta fucking spend <laughs> the fucking summer in Mobile? Ugh. It blows. Grab the fucking ball, kid. So it'd be over that easy. If I knew that was the fucking punishment, I'd be taking ground balls every fucking day before my dad got home. Got a fucking bone up, dude. I'd be having the fucking neighborhood kids just fucking just constantly. 100 fucking ground balls before school. 100 ground balls at lunch. You don't get how important this is. <laughs> I'm going to get fucked up if you don't get this fucking fixed. Can't we do anything else? No. <laughs> no, man. You don't live with him. This poor motherfucker now, he's like... What am I going to do during football season? Oh, no. I'm out here kicking fucking field goals at 3 in the morning. <laughs> oh. Vodka Bum Fights is up, too. That's some fucking crazy shit. I like it's just, is the whole world... I, I Maybe it took the iPhone to teach us that the whole world's just bad shit. Yeah, now that everyone can actually... Can, everything can be filmed now. Anywhere. Yeah, these two bums really go at it. Oof. Well, what's really funny is, like, like there he is, basically, att attempted murder with a bottle. No one on the bus gives a shit. 
No, they're saying, wait, oh, shit. Yeah, he but, cracks the bottle over his fucking head. You hear yeah. it fucking break. And you're not even seeing anybody on... The, forget that they're even, like, not jumping up to help, but they're just like, oh, man. Yeah, they want nothing to do with this. They just watch that crazy old bastard walk away. And also goes to show Fuck. you, no matter what nationality you are, crazy just looks like crazy. You know? You're wearing too heavy of a coat. And no shirt. Yeah. Just... <laughs> The fucking hairish, shaggy. Weird tan. It's Bukowski. No matter where you go, the alcoholic fighter looks like Bukowski. It's an archetype. Yeah. They should just say, well, we've had another Bukowski today. This guy's a fucking crazy bastard. Yeah, he is. And the dude fighting him picked the wrong fucking fight. Yeah, no shit. Fuck. And now here's the thing, Fez. You don't want this guy to go to fucking jail. You're not asking. You're not all offended. And here's a guy who took a bottle to the head. Yeah, he was passed the fuck out, and his face is a pile of blood. Um, Duh. crazy shit happened in the world. Price he wasted his vodka. I'm sure it was only like four dollars for that bottle. You think? They probably hand him out for free over there. You probably have to stand on the vodka line with the other fuckers. Fuck, man. I hope they don't run out of vodka. We see a lot of Russian video these days, though, don't we? There is a lot of crazy shit going down in Russia, and there's like, I believe it's more of a, it's Wild West out there. Motherfuckers don't care. I know. That's why they need fucking communism to hold their shit down. Keep it together. They need a Stalin, or else everybody just goes nuts. Yeah, he had everything on fucking lock, but he was the only one watching these videos. None of them got out. What are they? They got presidents now? Yeah. yeah. They ought to have fucking wardens. You've just been elected warden of Russia. They have a president? Please keep this shit down. Make sure these assholes don't fucking do this anymore. It's cold here all the time. It's cold. Everybody's drunk. <laughs> Gangsters run everything. I know. There's no government. <laughs> See, the Putin's thing is... Putin's ex-KGB or some shit. He's a fucking spy, head of fucking Russia. <laughs> And over here, he'd just be some guy fucking selling rugs, but really, it's just a goddamn front for a meth lab. Oh, hell yeah. It's moving mad coke. You ever notice nobody wants to fucking play games with those Russian guys? No, they're hard. It's always the same shit, like, hey, don't fuck around in that club. They'll cut you up into little pieces. Don't fuck around with Russians. They fucking run goddamn Brooklyn. Uh, here's a weird thing, too, man. When I was a kid, like, a punchline to every joke would be a Russian woman. Right. Like, if you had a TV show and you wanted to show something great, gross, it would be a Russian woman. <laughs> now we find out, after the wall falls, there's nothing hotter than a Russian woman. Yeah, they fucking... They, they, they fucking lied their ass off to us. They just keep the fucking strip clubs in business. Yeah, this was like what looked like a woman with a fucking veil over her head. Just creepy looking was a Russian woman. Uh, did you watch 60 Minutes last night? I didn't see it, no. This was kind of fucking classic. Uh, and we've got it up on Good Question right now. But there's like a... I don't know whether you would call it a game preserve. It's just a fucking ranches that they have in Texas. All right. That they will bring exotic animals to, right? All right. Like, there are more exotic animals living in ranches in Texas than anywhere else. What the fuck? Yeah, they got all kinds of shit. And it looks like the Velt. Right? Yeah. Now, what they do is they let rich guys go there and hunt every once in a while. 
<laughs> so a rich guy could go there. He could knock down something that's basically right on the edge of extinction. Oh, shit. Now, it sounds insane, right? Yeah. But they've been able to actually take these animals that were on the brink of extinction and bring them back. There's more of them now than ever before because they've set, they've turned it into a cash game. That the people who come there, I guess they spend a lot of fucking money yeah. to do this. And now this lady who, you know, obviously the fucking pro-animal people are going to think that this is crazy. But if she gets it stopped, she could actually be Her? making fucking animals go extinct. Oh, this is fucking crazy. I, this is a fucking crazy story. I guess that makes sense. But it's, it's not really hunting if they're basically just pre-planning, drop the fucking animal in the well, desert. Well, they're not just dropping it in front of them. Like, the, these, <laughs> there are some, like, 5,000-acre ranches, right? Yeah, all right. Where these animals are. And I know what you're saying, that it's still a finite area. Yeah. But uh, apparently it's not as easy as you think. To, you know, find one and fucking kill it. Um, here is, uh, well, before I go any calls, Fuzzy, I see you're already boiling over there. Yeah. Now, you're the guy who wants to save deer. I'm sure you're not for hunting antelope. Yeah. It, to, to put them all, to save them just to shoot them seems insane. Well, I know that it seems insane, but you're, we don't want things to go endangered, right? Right, you want to preserve the endangered species. You want to save them. And that's what we're doing here. And I say, wait, I'm not fucking, I don't have a ranch there. But I'm watching this thing last night, and I'm kind of blown away about it. If the fucking populations are actually going up. The numbers are going up. Then I guess because that's a good thing. And here's the reason why. There is certainly now a reason that people want to keep these animals around. And the people that want to keep them around are the people who hunt them. Uh, here's Jerry in Jersey. You're a manifest. Yo, what's up, guys? Yeah. I, uh, my first trip to South Texas, Del Rio, down in the uh, little panhandle down by Mexico was 21 years ago. And uh, I went there specifically to hunt, you know, black buck and uh, fallow, which are, uh, you know, if you look them up, they're extinct. Right. But they're but they're not extinct because I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm looking at them through my scope. You know, I got them mounted at my house here in Jersey. I've been there six times for these types of hunts, and uh, it's nothing but a good thing. I mean, it's. A well, what's that kind of cost you? It's not as much as you think. I know you. You opened up with you know rich guys. You know, I'm not a rich guy. I'm just a hardworking guy who you know once a year my dad, you know myself, you know the guys we get together and we go on a hunting trip. You know and. Uh, the black buck was twenty five hundred bucks. You know, uh, uh -huh. the you know last night they showed the Cape Buffalo for fifty grand on sixty right. minutes, which is that's insane. No one pays that. You know, the, the most you can spend in North America on a hunt would one of you know the, uh, the, the desert horn sheep in Mexico, which you're basically paying through. You pay fifty grand for that. That's the that's the biggest price tag in North America for any any hunt. But you're paying fifty grand basically to have yourself protected so you're not shot in Mexico. So where you where you gotta hunt is insane, you know? Now the so what you're saying though is actually by doing this, right, you're yeah. keeping the species alive. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean this is the prime the proof is, is it's right there. There's there's so many ranches. Twenty one years ago 
there was only about a dozen branches that had exotic uh, exotic animals. Yeah. But when they saw the price tag that uh, you know that the animals brought and the hunters that they brought in, the ranchers shared with other ranchers. Then they got the programs put together. Now the only thing I don't really you know the only thing I don't like about it, uh, and it is what it is, is all these ranches are fenced. You know. Yeah, there's not a lot you can do about that, but yeah, no, you are right. That that it, does take somewhat of the sport out. All right, a lot of people want to get on this. Fez, I see you're seething. Yeah, because it's I don't get it. If you care so much about animals, it seems like the only reason you care about them is so you can hang them on your wall. Yes. Later on. Yes. Now. That that's sick. But they're the ones that are keeping the species alive. The, these species. And it really comes down to uh, a kind of a free market thing. The people, the people that care most about keeping these species alive, is the hunter of rare animals more than anyone else. So there's the market. You have a market that's paying for this, and it's working. It's actually working. That's the weird that's part wild. about it. You know, it would be easier to sit. I mean, I would have a big problem with anybody who was just going over like a poacher type deal. But these people are paying their money, and the money is going back into the maintenance of these ranches and these animals. So that is the business at hand. Um, it seems if you could, if you care so much about preserving the species, you could do that without having people hunt them down. That. Well, where are those people? You know what I mean? Where are the people that you're talking about who want to open up these ranches and do that? Why don't you go and show me how that model works? Because right now we have a model who works. But the model that you're talking about doesn't exist. And mainly because there's no money in it. That when you have a capitalist society, money has to fucking generate all the time. Um... So they can't act like they're conservationists, then. They're capitalists. Yes. No one said that they're conservationists. What they are are guys, the the ranch guys have a business. The hunters uh, have a, a demand for this. Here's the good news. It's taking some of these animals that may have been extinct, and now they're able to keep existing. Um. It's weird. It kind of uh, is working right now. And until you show me another way that works better, I think for the animal's sake, you want to keep um, this going. Um, let's go over here to uh, Don. Don, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Let me break it down for you. The guy that you were talking to a little bit earlier was way off the mark. Basically, okay. if you live outside of the, the city limits in Texas... In certain areas, you can have a, an exotic animal permit. Now, what that does, you, you can buy and sell the exotic animals. Now, what it is, like, for instance, I raised zebras for a while. We sold them to different zoos and, and different ranches and everything else all over the state. Now, what I sit there and make, I sit there and put back into the breeding program. I mean, there's people that, that strictly raise tigers, Watusis, I mean, antelope, whatever you want. And they sell it to these ranches, and then they sit there and, and start their own breeding program. The money that they get off the usually it's like ten or fifteen thousand a gun. 
Uh, when you go to these, you get a bunch of buddies. There's a place down in Rockport that does it. You can hunt anything that you want, pretty much. Uh, you know, you're not going to get lions and tigers unless you're, you know, I mean, that kind of shit's illegal. But still, you'll go to, you know, these wild animal places. You can hunt whatever you want. You pay for however many, you know, rifles you take out there. Usually anywhere from 10, 15, some of them even as high as like 20,000. But the money they make goes right back into the breeding program. That's why they're able to sit there and bring back the species. All right, thank you. Now, what do you say to that, Fez? Now, the, 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 the point of this is you've got money flowing now. Now you have money flowing, and the species itself uh, ends up the better off for it. And I watched this. You know, my initial thing is what a crazy thing to want to go to Texas and shoot some extinct animal from Africa. I mean, I get that. I See, get... I can't understand the mindset of what I'm... We yeah, had the video on here. Um, you don't have I mean... to understand the mindset. All you have to do is be thankful that exists if you care about these animals. Because they are the people that are helping to flow the money. The ranchers have set this up as kind of a, a weird thing that I guess they are making money that they wouldn't be making if they did something else with their property. Some wild shit. I mean, yeah, if they're paying like fucking 10 grand to fucking hunt to bring a what, gun in. Whatever it happens to yeah, be, whatever, yeah. you know, the fact is it would be up to the supply and demand to see what works, and apparently it does. Now, you can go over to the good question uh, part of the Interbank today. We've got that up. Uh, we've got the poll up there on what's better than the animals, but also the full clip from uh, 60 Minutes last night. Now, you watched it, right, Fez? Yeah, and these are gorgeous animals. Just beautiful animals that that were on the brink of extinction, and someone gets a kick out of killing them. Only because it's rare to find them. You know what I mean? That's why I think they want to hunt these animals in particular. So their rarity suddenly becomes a good thing. And because of that, they can keep the species alive. It's very weird, and I had never really uh, heard about it before. Um, here is uh, Rick. Rick, you're on the run of Fest show. Yeah, Angel, the money they're making off these, uh, these hunters and everything, they're, they're taking that money and actually reintroducing them to their uh, native land, like back to Africa and and they're, uh, you know, they're supporting it that way. So, you know, it's a good, it's a good thing all the way around, I think. Yeah, I think they make that as part of some of the stuff they're doing. They're actually shipping some healthy um, animals back to Africa on a reserve there. It sounds like a good thing. It's, it's wild. It's wild way to actually get it fucking done. But if this is what fucking keeps animals not extinct, fucking. All right. Well, if you remember them. in this country, Fez. Uh, Buffalo were all but gone. Uh, and then you had one guy, Ted Turner, who said, I'm going to bring Buffalo back. And one of the ways he does that is trying to introduce Buffalo meat to the American diet again. So he's, you know, selling Buffalo steaks, Buffalo burgers, and trying to get people into it. Because without that, without that market, there won't be any Buffalo. So, yes, that's another example. 
as we're going back and forth here, that's another example of making this thing marketable uh, will save the species. That's uh, for, that's raising it for food. That's a, that's providing another food source. This is, you know, let me knock off a dodo bird because I could. And what's the difference? There's not that big of a difference. The, the, the point is that if there's a market for something, you can help it flourish. Now, the, the thing is, we do have a capitalist society, right? Yes. So because of that, that's the only way that this is going to run. I guess if we had a socialist society, we could decide somehow we want to make it part of our budget to keep these species alive. And, yeah. you know, you could do that. But I don't think that you could ask for our government to sit around and start raising African fucking animals. No. We're here. The private sector is doing it. Um, Rich in Buffalo, you're on a fence. Okay, if you take the hunter's intentions out of it, out, just take it out of the equation because I don't agree with those intentions either, but you sacrifice a few to save the species. And I think that's really the end game. That's what you have to look at. Fez, wouldn't you sacrifice yourself to save the whole human race? Yes, I would, but... I would a hero. I had no idea of that. Holy shit. I had no that. idea. Sure I would. Do it. Do it, Fess. The human Save race us. isn't in danger. Oh, we're we're in danger. We're destroying this planet. We aren't we aren't now, now that Fez is going oh. to do the right thing. Alright, good. Um Let's go over to uh, Scott. Scott, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Fezzy. Hey, like, I understand you, you, you're upset about the hunting part, but it's the same aspect of when we harvest one tree, we then plant ten more. It's the same thing. Otherwise, if we just took the animal or took the trees, they'd be gone, and we'd never get them back. But So they're taking one and bringing by all the money that it brings in, are able to bring five more species back. See, I don't understand what's so hard. See, that that's the point of this, is that it's not done in some kind of a drunken, let's go running into Africa, shooting up, whatever, and not worrying about it. It really is more of a thing of harvesting. It's not that different uh, from what he just brought up. We're now using our heads a little bit. Uh, this is up on the uh, iBank today under a uh, good question. And I think it's... Um, I think it's pretty goddamn interesting that this market even exists and these guys went out and did it for themselves. Uh, let's go over here to Nate. Nate, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, man. I just got this idea. You know, Fez has a problem with us killing these animals. I'm from Oklahoma. I've been on these hunts. As large as the ranch is, it is very difficult to find those animals to start with. Now, think about the zoos that we have in America. They can't even fund those to keep the animals alive that are there, right? But the American hunters are paying to keep these animals alive. And to me, so, even beyond that, you've got a better life than if you were in a zoo. It's just the reserve, right? Basically. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there may have been 10 of those animals left in the wild, but now they're here and there's thousands. There's, they're taking off of that endangered list because of the Americans who are supporting it. Why can't it just be for the sake of saving an endangered species? Well, you tell me. Well, you tell it me. It should be. 
It, it doesn't matter whether it should be or not, is it? No, it's so rich guys can go like Cheney on his pheasant hunt. You're missing the point. Show me a better model and I would be all happy about it. You don't have a better model. No. And you're saying what people should do, but I'm saying what people do. That's the thing. And you don't want to sit around and live in a dream world. The fact of the matter is people aren't going to give thousands of dollars so an, a species could stay alive. They don't give thousands of dollars so human beings in Africa can stay alive. We don't have enough money to do that. Here is something that you're not a charity anymore. It's a business that sustains itself. And there's reasons now for the rancher to want to have a big herd and for him to keep those things healthy and, you know, keep this land and these animals going is because he can make money doing it. And it kind of takes care of itself like a business. And it doesn't become that thing of, won't you please and can't you? Because that shit doesn't work. Um, let's go over to uh, Brian. Brian, you're on the Renefest show. Good morning, fellas. Yeah. Hey, um, one thing the gentleman who called in uh, was talking about the breeding programs and whatnot. Uh, thing to keep in mind is those things are so scientifically controlled they breed the best characteristics and the strongest animals that will survive in the, the most successful manner that are reintroduced. So I, you're talking about uh, creating a genetically superior animal within the species to ensure the survival of that species. And, and, and the bottom line, Fez, like with a lot of things, is profit. It's about profit. That's why you have these guys doing that. The better they can make this, the more money that they'll, uh, they'll be able to make out of it. And the fact of the matter is this model is, is working. Yeah, it's working as long as people get to murder beautiful, almost extinct animals. You've said that a couple of times, and I agree with you every single time. I agree 100%. That is what's keeping it going. And in this case, that's a good thing. That's what I, you don't, you think that somehow I think it's uh, the, that I don't understand that the animals get shot. I do. That's what keeps them alive. That's what keeps the species alive. Um, no different than if you wanted to say, oh, some people just want to come there and play with them or whatever the fucking thing would happen to be. If there was a market for it, that's how you can start make this stuff work. Um, let's go over here to Kevin in Houston. You're on a Fez. Hi, buddy. Yeah. Hey, uh, one of the things, Fez, and I think you're forgetting to, to say this, but one of the reasons, if not the main reason, why that uh, animal was on the brink of extinction was because of the poaching that was going on in its native land. That's what almost took that, that species out. Was It wasn't because the country was doing anything to prevent it. So, you know, you might want to give the hunters a you know, pat on the back on this one, because that's what saved that species. They seem like uh, just more poachers to me. They're not poachers. They're hunting legally. The problem with a poacher is that he's doing it illegally and without thinking about conservation. Where in this case, it's just the opposite. That the people showing up there realize 
they're paying a price to do this and it's helping to keep everything moving along. Because let's look at the guy who called from Jersey, the first caller. He's been back there six times now. He finds this an enjoyable experience, one that he can share with his friends and talk about. So, yeah, it does have to end up being a good experience. Um, let's go over to David in Texas. Share my phone. Buddy, say Fezzy, don't get mad at me here, but, you know, you're a gay man. You'd like to have a relationship with another man someday and potentially get married. So I just want you to talk about the hypocrisy of you saying someone can't hunt an animal that they'd like to pay. Why are you imposing your morals on them, but you don't want your morals? Uh, what, uh, me getting married to a guy has nothing to do with killing something. Well, I, mean, I don't see where it's even close to being the same thing. Sport. I mean, I'm just talking about your morals. You think hunting's wrong, killing an animal's wrong. Some people, and not me, I'm on your side, but some people think a gay relationship's wrong. Yeah, but people aren't, aren't killing gay people just to put their head on a wall. At uh, least I hope not. Kid in Canada. Oh, yeah. A lot, of gay, a lot of gay on gay crime. Mm-hmm. G on G. Mm. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go over here to uh, Colton. Colton, you're on the run of fast show. Colton, San Antonio. Yeah, Ron, I was just going to point out the fact, too, that a lot of these animals that they do bring over and breed here, um, you have to understand that a lot of them don't have the natural predators that they had um, where they, you know, are originally from. And so if you just kind of let them go, and that's how these ranchers are able to profit so much on these because they do reproduce quite a bit, some of them. And so you can't you can't just let them go. You've got to kind of keep them, keep their numbers at a, uh, you know, a healthy level. And so... That's a, you know, that's a big part of uh, where they're getting a lot of their profits out of. Now, Fez, if you were to stop this, right? Uh huh. How would you keep these species from going extinct? You would keep breeding them the same way you did. Who would do that? These ranchers that Why seem so interested in saving endangered species. No, they're not. This is what I, I'm trying to get you to explain. They're looking for a profit. They're business people. All right? So they're not going to do this without the profit. Any more than you're saying, like, people would be saying, hey, Fez should come in and work for free. If he likes doing radio so much, he should just come in for free. Well, you wouldn't. You'd go off and find something else to do. Right. Right. If they suddenly came up with a thing where you can't fucking, you know, get paid for radio, professionals would leave. It would be bedlam. It's chaos on the airwaves. <laughs> so you're the species that you're worrying about. Right. You're not going to lose one here or there to hunters. You're going to lose the entire species. It's going to be gone because there's no one to fill that role in the market. Or you would be asking for ranchers to do this. Instead of using their property for something else to make money, cattle or whatever you would be okay with. So it would be gone. You don't have another way of doing this. That was the part that was interesting to me. That these were not people who had some kind of, you know, save the trees attitude about them. These were people who started businesses and have been doing it pretty well, despite the fact that when, you know, kind of 
I don't know, I guess animal lovers is what I'll call you right now, would feel upset about it. The animal lovers don't have a better way of doing this. No the, one's donating enough money or whatever. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Um, let's go over to Paul in Seattle. You're on my Fez. Yeah, Fez, where do you draw the line on what animal is okay to kill? You you eat cows and chickens and pigs, but not the other one? I, yeah, I don't eat endangered animals. Well, I'm, I'm vegan. I don't eat any animals. I don't wear leather, so I'm against the whole thing. But I don't see the difference. I mean, if you're going to eat a cow, why not eat a lion or eat your dog? I mean, what's the difference? I, to me, even from the vegan point of view, if particularly the ones that see that as whatever, these animals are having a much better life than they than cattle ever do, than chickens ever do. That's true. It's yeah. not a factory farm, but yeah. still, I mean... I mean, what you know, if, if it's a moral, I do it for the, I just feel like don't kill an animal to, to eat when we have plenty of other options. So, Soy. I mean, I, I think the same way about hunters. It's like if they want to do it for sport, I respect that. Or if they're going to eat the animal they kill, I respect that more than going to the grocery store and buying an animal. That always hurts your feelings, says. Oh, yeah. But the vegans are never on your side. Right, yeah. Even though I'm also trying to protect an animal. How? How are you trying to do it? By saying they shouldn't shoot these endangered species on this ranch. So that's your way of helping? You know what you are, Fez? You're an activist. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm, that's sarcasm. All right, right now you're losing this one, Fez. It's close. 81% to 18%. Uh, what are you going to do? And it's really, uh, I'm shocked that it's that distance. Um, but what would you say to people to say, come to my way of thinking on this? That Just look at these animals. Just look at them. They're gorgeous. Why should that be hanging on someone's wall to, for it to be saved? Because you haven't provided another better way. You haven't provided any other way for this to happen, to keep these, this species alive. If you've got something that's working... And not everything does these days. But when you have something that's uh, working, uh, I'm just happy to see it for a change. Here's Murph in Georgia. You're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Million bucks, buddy. Yeah. Hey, Fezzy. I hate to beat you up, bud, but uh, you know I'm, I'm trying to figure out where your emotional attachment is. When was the last time you went out and enjoyed nature? These hunters are going out and enjoying nature and putting back into it. You know, it seems like the people who bark the loudest about, about conserving animals are the ones who don't even go out and enjoy it. The hunters are at least making sure that, that they, the animals they want to hunt are, stay, are staying out there. I don't have to go out on a safari to think that an animal shouldn't be shot and mounted. No, I, I get that, and I'm not a hunter. But at the same time, I respect hunters who go out and, and produce more for nature because they want to enjoy it in the future. Yeah, so, I mean, I just have the attachment because I saw the animals in the video. That's where the attachment came from. But then you're beating up on these guys who, yeah, they do hunt, and I don't like to hunt, but at the same time, you're beating up on these guys who are really producing for nature for the future. Where's where? What are you doing besides just barking and yelling at these hunters? Because well, I don't get the macho thing of showing up at a stock preserve and then showing off your, your, uh, your catch. Again... You don't have to. You don't have to get that at all. You do have to say, hey, the model is working for everyone involved. It works for the hunters 
because they get a satisfying experience. It works for the ranchers because they've now taken this and have a profitable business. And it works for the animals because there's more of them now than ever before. That's the weird thing about this. Where you are uh, negative about two-thirds of those, and then you know, you, you're angry that the rancher can make a profit doing this. You're angry at the hunter for uh, enjoying it. And then you have no other way of keeping these animals from extinction. Um, here's Frank. Frank, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Fez is right. They are beautiful animals, and that's the reason why they're hunted. People don't want to mount ugly things in their house. They want the beautiful stuff to admire. I don't know. I've got cockroach heads in my house. Oh. Um, God. What is this thing about whether they're beautiful or not? What, what has that got to do with anything? The fact that it's a beautiful animal, why is that important to you, Fez? Well, it's that it's also an endangered animal that we may never see again. So what? Why does that matter to you? Because that makes it even more special. To, for what reason, though? Why is that suddenly special to you? And what are the actual fucking breeds that you're talking about? You don't know, right? No, that um, that curly horn thing. That curly horn thing would be the breed that Fez wants to keep going. The desert horn sheep. I'm sure that's not the one. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the desert horn sheep. It's that's not a beautiful. The <laughs> curly horn one. But the point is, you're not involved in these things at all. No, I didn't even know this existed. Or almost didn't exist. Where here these other people are involved on a daily basis. But you, without having much information about it, can leap right into it and make a moral call. Um, let's go over here to Ken in Jersey. You're on my Fez. Hey, how's it doing, Ron? How you doing, Fez? Good. Good. Hey, I want to talk to you quickly about conservation. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the can hunt myself. But I'm a conservationist, and I wanted to point out to Fez that pretty standard behavior in any conservation organization is culling of the herds. So you have African elephants, zebras, and when they get too many in the parks in Africa, they go out and they, they actually shoot them anyway. So nobody's making a profit from that, and that's pretty just standard procedure for, uh, for conservation. So you just can't let these animals run rampant, is his point. Particularly when you have a finite amount of land, they'll end up starving themselves. So what would you do? Then I would send them to uh, back to Africa, other preserves. How are you going to do that? Where are you getting the money from? I would have the government do it. Why is the government involved in this? Why would the United States government be involved in somehow bringing uh, African animals to Texas, fattening them up, and then shipping them back? The government isn't involved in that. That's not the purpose of our government. It's the African government's job. If they want the African government's a lot of the African governments, they're having a lot of times keeping people from running through their houses with machetes. You can't expect them to be overly involved with that. Yeah, why would they care about the animals? <laughs> Everyone's dying there. And I don't understand why Fez suddenly is saying now, here's this thing that he didn't know before, and he's saying, let the government do it. Let big government do it. Because you didn't know about it. There was, what I'm trying to say is, this is a, an animal that would have gone extinct without you even being aware. Right. You're, you haven't for years been saying, 
I want the government to take care of extinct animals in Africa or Antarctica or China, wherever they happen to be. But here are people that are taking care of this on their own without any involvement of anyone else. Obviously, there is government oversight because you like the, uh, the fact that you're bringing animals in and out. But that's a lot different than asking the government now to raise, which, of course, you don't even mean that. You're just yelling shit out. Um, let's go over to, um, let's see here. Here is Anthony. Anthony, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Um, yes, first, I, I don't have any problems with hunters in general. I mean, hunters are great, and they do more to conserve things nature-wise than anybody else in the country. My problem is that the, the species, I mean, you, you take, like you were mentioning about the buffalo, I mean, you take an, a, an, an animal that was, you know, a beautiful animal in nature that was about to be extinct, and now it's a, it's a commodity, and now it's just something that we farm and we, you know, and, and I don't want to see that happen animals. The same thing happened to, to cattle, you know, these deer and stuff like that. If we're just using them to hunt, that's one thing, but what if they do start to use them for meat? And then you have a, a species that used to be on the brink of extinction, and now it's just raised in some farm somewhere, and they're, you know, they're living in really shitty conditions just so they can, you know. And they, it just, Well, I've never uh, heard anyone say that the buffalo are living in shitty conditions. The buffalo aren't like fucking cattle. There's not maybe, buffalo maybe, factories. Maybe not yet, but, I mean, if that takes off, I mean, um, cattle weren't always living in shitty conditions. It wasn't until it became right. the number one meat source in this country that we just started to over-farm them, and now, you know, now you just, you know, now they don't even let us know what's going on in there because they just, you know, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. I don't see, I just don't want to see it get to a disgusting point where we're just trying I, to. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think that we have to worry about there being some kind of antelope fucking farm factories. Uh, Don, you're on the uh, Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez, I want to ask you a question. Now, you're talking about uh, as far as the ranchers. That they, there shouldn't be a profit in this, and every that they should sit there and raise these animals and, and try and breed them back. How do you expect them to pay for the feed and the and the vet bills and everything else? Why can't you just have you know tours and stuff, or sell the animals to uh, other preserves? What other wanna, preserves? Anyone who would want to start their own preserve, like who? Another rancher who sees this going on. Why would he want to buy these animals if he can't make any money doing it? Where is your market for this? Your idea is somehow that we keep animals around just to keep them around. There's no market there whatsoever. There isn't any market at all for what you're talking about. There's a market for hunting. I guess there's a zoo market uh -huh. to drive around in. But how big is that market? Enough to keep these things going? And personally, I don't think a zoo life is all that nice. I really don't. That's going to be an expensive fucking zoo to get into. Um, Pete in Texas, you're in Fez. Hey, Chris? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, yeah, you just touched on it, the zoos. Uh, there's, there's an organization built just to preserve these animals it, without killing them. For no, you know, there's, they're not going to go shoot someone at a zoo. Uh, and how often do you go there? Like, if you have kids, once, twice a year, spend 20, 40 bucks, and then maybe 15 in the, in the food market, uh, that's, there's no money there. No one ever, they're closing down right and left. We had one local here that just shut down because no one's going to it. 
And although, like that, so now no one's saving those animals. But you got, and if you put them on preserve, they're going to live twenty years. You get so you you save one animal for twenty years, and then don't you're not going to buy another one. So that's just one animal you save. This one is they're they're breeding hundreds of them because the turnover happens so fast. So I mean, when was the last time Fez went to a zoo to pay, to help pay for this or donated to a zoo? Last December. Last December. Okay, what's that? Uh, what zoo months? did you go to, Fez? The Lowry Park Zoo in Tampa. What'd you pay to get in? Uh, we paid like I think it was like twenty bucks a piece to get in. And that was your so it's twenty dollars a year. You're doing to uh, conservation, and that's keeping animals in boxes. At the Lowry Park Zoo. Look how sad these tiger cubs are. They don't look happy. They would be happy if they were in Vegas. Oh, fuck yeah. Living in Mike Tyson's fucking pool house. Tree like kings. (sighs) Uh, Let's go over here to JP. You're on my face. Hey, Ronnie, be a million bucks. Uh, You know, I think that uh, what drives me crazy, or I don't can't wrap my head around it, the people that these conservationists or these activists that would rather have a species disappear from the face of the earth, no longer exist, than have them raised in a, in a good environment, yes, being hunted occasionally, but being treated well, being raised, keeping the original genetic stock alive. I mean, the reality of it is, is that if altruism, and you know, I'm repeating something that I heard yesterday on the show, if altruism was the only profit or benefit to doing this, then eventually it would die out with that last altruistic person. But if the, the very value that these animals have and hold is what's keeping them alive. Uh, which is what happens when you have a capitalistic society. When we say the value of things is measured in money in this society. What your value is... Uh, to this company, they're willing to pay. What the value of the show is, they're willing to pay. And that'll go up to a certain point and no more. Or go down to a certain point. But a value has to be placed on it. And a value right now is being placed on what these animals are. And it isn't being placed by you. It's being placed by the hunter. The hunter is saying, here's what it's worth to me to have this experience. I think the cool thing about it and the amazing thing about it is that it's working for the animals. It's fucking crazy. Unlike most things in life. Yeah, wherever the first guy was to figure out, all right, it costs this much money to get the animals here, and I can charge this much. Well, I think some it. dude just wanted to have fucking crazy shit on his ranch to start this. Like, you know what? Let's get some ostriches. Looks like You legal. know what? Get me a water buffalo or a giraffe. It can't be that hard to hunt a giraffe. I mean, they're so tall. Well, I don't know if they're hunting giraffe. Okay. But some of these guys just like to have some running around their ranch. Some of these ranches are 5,000 acres. Some are 20,000 acres. These are some gigantic fucking ranches. It's Texas. They do everything bigger. True. I don't know how I feel walking around there at night, though. I'd be like, honey, make sure you put a lock on the door. Yeah, I want some electrified fences and shit up around my fucking crib. On the ranch house. Uh, here's uh, Will in Texas, Sharon Manifest. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey. Uh, I actually own a ranch here in Texas, and uh, if we don't shoot 
some of the animals, they actually eat up all the native browse and compete with other animals, and they actually die of botulism. I mean, they uh, get in their own feces, it gets in their diet, stuff like that. Well, yeah, that shouldn't happen. Well, how would you it, stop that from happening? We have to stop it from happening and it kill them. Right. Um, you don't know? No. Okay. So that's where that's a benefit of the hunting. That's the benefit of more or less pruning back a little bit so that the hole can live uh, in the same way that you would prune a plant at your house. And the people who don't, their plants die. Um, let's go over here to... Uh, here's our buddy John M.S. John, you're on Fez. Yeah, Fez, I think it's like you watch uh, Wild Kingdom, you see these beautiful animals there in Africa, and then they tell you that they were shipped there by these ranchers because they do send some of them back to their natural habitat. I think that's the key thing here. All right, but here's an interesting part of this, right? You want to keep them around for what reason, Fez? So that for future generations that, that can also look at them. But why looking them is also a very selfish thing on our part as well to have them to look at is still a selfish human thing to do not that much different um than hunters who want them around for their own purpose here your you the idea of your species is for the rest of us to look at imagine if a species that came here that was more powerful than ours yeah that would say this Hey, you know the value of these humans? What, For us to look at. Oh, I'd be pissed. Let's grab some of them. Fuck that. Let's put them here, and we'll look at them. No. I'll it's still a superior point of view. I'll fight them. I think the amazing thing about this is they're not here for us to look at. They're here for their own purposes, and they get to live an antelope life. I don't know if you put one of those in the zoo, and he has a cage or whatever... If that's the same experience. He's probably better off than in Africa. I mean, this Texas seems pretty nice. I mean, if you think of the original zoos that went down, <laughs> they weren't for conservation purposes. They were for us to look at. Like, look at these weird things. Almost like a freak show. Put them Here's in a bunch of things that don't belong together. I'm going to fucking stick them in a row. You give me money, and you walk through and look at them all. Um, but at the same time, if there was a superior species to us, and it's like, you guys can keep on living as long as we can kill a few of you every once in a while, I don't think humans would put up with that. Well, how would we not put up with it? What would we do? We would fight back against... Game on, motherfucker. Oh, no. Game on. That's exactly right. That's exactly what's happening here is that they may not be aware of it, and they're using all their defenses, but that is nature, what you're describing. The other part, what you're not describing, is not nature. All right, in an old London zoo, they just had a panda bear and a soccer net. <laughs> what the fuck were they doing back then? It was fun for everybody. Like, hey, let's see if this panda can stop a ball from going to the goal. Uh, Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, good morning, fellas. How you doing? Um, it's, I doubt that these animals would, would come back on their own without either harvesting or natural selection. Um, 
the wolf was on the endangered list for many, many years. And they have come back to such a high number in the state of Minnesota, mainly in the north part, that the DNR just come out and said that as of this next deer season, they are going to issue X amount of number of tags to try to take wolves to thin the herds out, or the, I don't know what you call wolves, but groups of wolves. But, uh, you know, there very few of them are going to be taken because the wolves are so much smarter than they can get away. Don't turn but, your pack on the wolf. But, I, mean, <laughs> I remember when I went, went down to uh, Florida. Uh, when I was a kid, there was this thing of the alligator is going extinct because, you know, they were being hunted and blah, blah, blah. So they came up with a thing of no hunting alligators. Man, it wasn't many years later. They're like, you know what? We're going to do some hunting of alligators. Because when we weren't hunting them. They blew up? Yeah. I mean, they ended up in the pools. Oh, my God. And fucking pulling kids down <laughs> in the fucking sewers. <laughs> Jesus. I, it, it's not... Unrare for you to see an alligator and shit, like in a in a golf cor- uh, course oh, or fuck a fucking that. pool or whatever um, down there. Yeah, I guess they, they, they lay eggs. So they got like ten fucking. Yeah, animals will come back quick. Shit. Except for the panda. No, they. The non fucking panda. Yeah, they refuse to fuck each other. So there's fucking Asian people dressed in panda suits. <clears throat> Miles, you're on the run of face show. Yeah, say, first of all, Fez, when it comes to any kind of an animal, you know, they don't have the cognitive thought to realize that they're being extinct or on the brink of extinction or that they're even going to die to begin with. But, but, but most of all, how are you supposed to enjoy a species of animal that's on the brink of extinction if you don't do something about it now? So you're sitting there saying, oh, you, want the, you don't want anybody to shoot these beautiful and, you know, animals that are on the brink of extinction just for the sole purpose of being able to see them later on in life, but if we don't do it now or do something about it now, you're not going to be able to enjoy those animals later on for future generations. They're going to be gone. So what do you propose to do right now? What is your thought on how, how to cure the problem right now? Well, they're obviously being raised and saved. Keep doing that. Who well, would pay for that? that? But who would pay for it? You've just That's taken the, the money out of it. You're not thinking about this. The You're saying keep on doing it, but there won't be any profit anymore. You're taking the profit cog out of this thing. You're taking the money out. Who's going to pay for it? It would when you when you're selling them to other preserves. When you're selling them, they're not selling them to other preserves. They're giving them to other preserves. They're giving them away. They're not for sale. Uh, then that could be the profit there if they're not selling them. They're, it's going back to Africa, right? Uh huh. Where these animals would be from. They're not going to pay for it. There's no market to buy these things unless you were to hunt them. Or other preserves in, in America. There's no other preserves in America. There's other game places, there's game ranches, and that's who they might sell them to. There's no market for what you're talking about. You've taken the profit out. Well, then that I'll have to figure out. Alright, I'll wait here while you do. It's the Ron and Fez show coming up a little bit. We're gonna be playing Search Search. Hurry up and search. Oh shit. We should take a show trip to one of these preserves. I wouldn't mind seeing Fez kill one of these fucking antelopes. <laughs> Only Fez, I want you to kill it with an axe. Yeah. Not this pussy gun shit. Uh search, search, hurry up and search. You could only play 
over on the iBank today. That's right. Uh, we played the... Well, we're not going to start playing the Search Search song now, because that's going to be the cue, right? According right, yeah, that's... yeah. So stop playing it. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, when we play the Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search song, except for this time. Except, no, no, no. Uh, so hurry up over the iBang and click the game post. When we announce that question, hit refresh. See the question and the answer form. You must answer on the form provided. Not in the comments or by email. First correct answer, we... Uh, Duke gets uh, the prize, and of course you can only win every 30 days. Now, we're going to do one today during the show, but we're also going to do one at 9 o'clock tonight. Nice. Now, the way we're doing this, it's all prizes for your dad, Father's Day prizes. You guys appreciate your dads, right? One we're doing today, Ocean's 13, signed by Don Cheadle. Sick. Tonight, a book... How dare you say, how dare me, signed by Pat Cooper. This is perfect if you have a dysfunctional, i.e. Italian family. There's people like that out there. We might be going one of these game preserves. I'm down to do it. Uh, what Fez? Have you come up with your new thing yet? No, I haven't. I'll fucking cook whatever out there. I'll take some fucking desert horn sheep, antelope, whatever. Dude, well, cantaloupe. Cantaloupe An is <laughs> antelope. Cantaloupe is a fucking fruit. <laughs> antelope. It sounds so familiar. Similar. You know, if you saw seven trees together, you'd probably pass out. <laughs> have you ever foot put your foot down and you didn't hit concrete once in your life? can't even tell you, man. Went to a fish festival once. There was some dirt there. Anyway, search, search, hurry up and search. Coming up a little uh, later on in the show. Make sure you're hanging around the iBank for that. Win something for your... Um, for your dad. Hell yeah. What are you going to get for your dad this year? Nothing. He passed away. Fuzzy? No dad. Yeah, I don't have a dad either. Look so who's I'm copying off Chris Stanley again. Passing on the gift this year. You know, Fez, my dad's been gone for a while now. Do you miss that, Fez? you miss getting your dad the perfect thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? I'm going to do this for you. Let's not make a big deal about it. You can get me the Father's Day gift. Oh, wow. Lucky. You're still going to have your Father's Day experience. Get me a gift. Don't go crazy. Keep it in the seventeen hundred hour, you know, price range. Something manageable. So get something that you would want, not something I would have gotten my father anyway. Well, what would you have gotten your dad? There's a great book out about the uh, former presidents' club that he would have gone nuts for. No, no, I want straight gifts. This is a little fruity. Oh, you got your dad was a book for Father's Day. Oh, yeah, but he'd love it. He got away cheap. Well, yeah, I'm sure he acted like he loved it. The back of his head saying, I know my uh, my son makes some fat cash, and he's just getting me a book on ex-presidents. You got to ball out a little bit. Come on. 
Fez is weird because all of his interests are his dad's interest. Wow. He likes the Bucks. Uh, presidents. He likes presidents. He likes presidents, but he's not that interested in politics. But he likes the the game part of politics. The, hey, I'm keeping a scorecard. Yeah. The facts. But you can see his conservation stuff. There's not a lot of depth to it. But he does like waving a red, white, and blue flag back and forth. Did you go to Puerto Rican Day Parade? No, I stayed away. How come? Racism? No, I just, it was hot yesterday. I didn't feel like dealing with the crowd. Good, honest answer. Give me a Why pound. not? Puerto Rican Day Parade's a fucking wonderful New York tradition. Victor Cruz was there, dancing. Does he do the salsa for them? Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, he did all, is... all the way down the fucking parade route. And then a bunch of scantily clad Puerto Rican women. Yeah, they're there. beautiful. No offense to the fucking other parades, but these are the most, the hottest fucking chicks. And that's why a lot of black dudes show up. Oh, yeah. Because they like uh, picking up uh, fucking Puerto Rican girls. Now, at the same time, they're doing a big barbecue thing downtown. Nice. So the white people had a place to go. <laughs> hey, why is welcome at the Puerto Rican Day Parade? You know, that would make a nice fucking snack. It's Just Puerto Rican Day Parade chicks. Oh, there's plenty. Some Puerto Rican girls who just died to meet you. There's only a few arrests, too. A couple for marijuana. I don't listen to no women. One weapon possession. And one... Uh, no no attempted at rapes like a couple years ago? Well, that's going back, what, 10, 12 years? That's going the last time it got really bad. Yeah, really fucking wild shit went down. Like some broad gang attacked in Central Park and her pants ripped off. Yeah, it was a wilding, sharking... Turn welding. <laughs> I think there was just one indecent exposure arrest, but I'm not sure if it was a man or a woman. Didn't say in the paper. It's it's the biggest parade of the year by far. Oh yeah, crushes St. Patty's Day. Well, they're saying more people show up there than live in Puerto Rico. I don't know how they pull that off. Um, here's Adam. Adam, you're on Fez. Hey, guys, I, I guess I have, like, a small moral conundrum. Uh, oh, no. It's a moral conundrum. Conundrum. So Father's Day this weekend, uh, you know, every year we always go to my my parents for Father's Day. Uh, so th this year's the first Father's Day. Uh, my daughter was born and she passed. So, like, this is my first Father's Day alone. I don't feel like going over there. And they're kind of giving me shit about it. Yeah. You got to do what you need to do, dude. It's kind of how I felt. Like, you know what I mean? This is my day, right. theoretically. So, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It sucks, man. Especially when you hear all the goddamn commercials of what to get your father and all that stuff. It fucking sucks. That's weird, though, because for Fez, that makes him laugh. Yeah. That's really weird when that happens. I just thought of something you could get me, Fez. What's Let's that? Him Dad, cash. I like hundreds, stacks of them. Makes me feel good. Yeah. Can make it rain. And then I'll say this. Something that your dad never said to you. I'm proud of you, son. <sighs> That's worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to do what you need to do. They got to be able to understand this. That's, yeah, that's what I was trying to say, but all right. Thanks, man. Peace. Yeah, blow them off.
Now, in my family, we just swallow tragedy until we drink a lot, and then we explode with rage. But we act like it's about something different. <laughs> like saying, well, we end up saying someone stepped on our foot. And, then it turns and that means a... I'm getting even with, with you for last summer. Make a scene. Fuck it. And then one of us will stand up and do what we call the speech of regret and disappointment. Wow. You guys have a name for it? Sure. What are you going to do, though? I mean, no one lets you down like family. And no one knows what a failure you are as a human being like family. That's why we're doing search, search, hurry up and search. So you can say to your father, you know what? I never knew you never thought much of me. Here's a fucking Cheeto autograph fucking DVD. So now who's the baller? Make you feel fucking good, old man, because it makes me. Oh man, take a look at my life. It's a DVD. <laughs> Who are these two fucking teams even playing up here? The Euro, the Euro Cup. France, England. Thanks for turning it on for me. Makes me feel better. Hell yeah. Fez, you got anything on your conservation yet? Still thinking? Still thinking, yes. Tommy Chong uh, says he has prostate uh, cancer. Oh, no. And uh, he's going to fight it with cannabis. Fuck yeah. That's right. Light it up, Tommy. That's sad. Uh yeah, but you know what? It's very beatable now if you catch it in the early stages. All right, good. Good, Tommy. Uh, Tommy might be the nicest person I ever met in my life. He's awesome. He really is the shit. His, uh, his unmasked was when fucking the uh, club was closed or whatever, and then we had to do it in the 57th Street. Yeah. That was a wild-ass day. It was crazy. <laughs> and uh, and then the, to me, the craziest thing ever is that him and Cheech actually got back together after all these years of me knowing him and him and Cheech weren't together and all he ever talked about is like it's crazy that me and Cheech aren't together doesn't even make sense the fuck is with Cheech come on Cheech it would just come in, that would just pop up out of nowhere <laughs> you know who's fucking bullheaded is Cheech I mean cause we could be together again so then when I actually sat down cause that when I did the unmask with him it was the first time I ever met Cheech Holy shit. And I've known Tommy forever. That's fucking weird. And awesome. Yeah, that would, sitting in that room with Cheech and Chong was fucking nuts. Yeah. It was nuts. Like, I never thought this would happen. Hey, do you want to get me something too with Fez? Sure. I want you two to go in together. You come up with the idea and Fez will pay. All right. Throw up some serious cash here. Uh, by the way, we're speaking about unla unmasked. Uh, today's the last uh, time that you can get Cedric the Entertainer tickets. Uh, check in today. That's right, Cedric, baby. We're going to contact the uh, winner shortly. That's happening next Tuesday, 1230. Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric the Entertainer, you know those where I am. Um... Cheerleaders from around the world are some of the pictures we had up. Yeah. Those were phenomenal. And are you trying to tell me that the Dallas Cowboy uh, fucking cheerleader is still in the lead? 
Yeah, she uh, she was in the lead. Over those two one. girls with their asses out yeah. from God knows where. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's... Uh... Oh, since I uh, since I checked this morning, it's actually changed. Thank you. Girls She's, with their asses out. Yeah, the girls with their asses. I don't know out. what sport that is, but it's better than our sport. They have pom poms. Looks like it might be soccer, but soccer doesn't have cheerleaders, does it? Um, there's a lot of noisy girls out here today. I don't know what they're doing. Nick, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, how's it going? Um, you caught me off guard. Hey, I hate to bring the conversation Sorry to call you back. at home. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll go ahead. I, I hate to bring the conversation back a notch, but, uh, I'm a prominent wolf scientist down here in Nashville, and I was just going to let that gentleman know that called in earlier. The, uh, proper term for a group of wolves actually is just a group of wolves. Or a band. Mm-hmm. What about wolf pack? That. What about wolf pack? That's a that's a uh, NCAA sports team. Wolfpack coming to your town. Wolfpack. Don't turn. Your no, back. you get chased by a pack of wolves. Yeah, pack. Or you canine. and your fucking friends are like a pack of wolves. Look at this. A fucking pack. A group of wolves that live, feed, and travel as a family group. So I don't know what kind of fucking scientist you are. Maybe a drunk one. Yeah, he's a fucking bullshit ass lying scientist. There's no such thing as Where's a fuck. the fuck we were here right now? <laughs> fuck your shit up. I'll smack you in the fucking ear holes. <laughs> Just going crazy. There's my boys. Uh, live at Leeds. But you notice that Liam, ever since he got married, is not in, ever in as good as a mood as he used to be. He used to be the funnest little guy running around. He's a lot of responsibilities around. now. He's in Leeds' office with him. And they're always like this. Would you like to interview the singer from Sniffing the Tears? Let me know. He's coming in in August (laughs) in 2030. Get back to me. I need to lock this in. Do you need the album? Yes. That would help. All right. You might be excited about this. This is up on the iBank today. Radiohead dropped a hint that they did something with Jack White. Oh, my God. This is your two favorite bands These... that shouldn't even be friends. No. Uh, this is fucking makes me so happy. I can't, I can't, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess maybe that he produced an album or a song for them. I think, that he, I think he recorded with one of them. <sighs> if, I, that's, that's just too much to hope for. Yeah, no. Because no, that, that's why I try to just put it down in my own brain like it's no way that could happen. So I mean, he probably just produced something and that's it. But if they record together, I'm going to lose it. I want to just see how you put this. You just said, I just put it down in my own brain. Yeah. Can't think of words. (laughs) I put something in my brain. Yeah. And I I feel good about it now. (laughs) I jot this down inside my mind. Nate, you're a murder. A group of crows is a murder. Murder. Man. Oh. I'm gonna go to this Jack White Radiohead show. That's for damn sure. I know you are, son. 
when it happens, when it finally comes down. I know you're going to be there <laughs> fucking enjoying yourself. Yeah. Uh, did you see the wacky thing that we've got a Madonna up on the iBank today? I've heard about it. I haven't seen the actual. I'm. I would be surprised if they haven't already pulled it. Um, What's there? And they have not. Yeah. So here she is dancing around. There's no reason for sound. And she had a show. Okay. Now, I was a paper boy, and sometimes older women would try to show up with just their bra at the door Hot. when I was a little kid. Though it wasn't old. Well, I mean, I was like 11 or 12, so I let anything fucking happen. But I know the aggressive older woman thing. And oh. there she is. She's starting to play. <laughs> just without any sexuality whatsoever, pulls she, her tit out. Why'd she pop her titty out? Why'd she just, like, pull her and point at her nipple? There it is. It's the least sexy move I've ever seen. Oh, Madonna. There it is. There's your fucking nipple. That's just weird. I don't know. I, f I don't like this. <laughs> and her arms are so ripped. Yeah, their arms are ripped. And her hair looks like old lady hair. It's not a good look for you, Madonna. She should be going glam and not, you know what I mean? Like, she should be trying to be the old diva. Not. She's still trying to do, like, it's the Vogue thing, right? Yeah. Or, there's her nipple just popped out for. Why? No reason for Why'd it. Why'd you pop your titty out, Madonna? There's no reason for that whatsoever. I don't think that she was trying to be sexy. I think she was trying to just fucking be weird on people. <laughs> it is pretty weird. She fucking. She exceeded. All right, we will uh, take a break here. And when we get back, uh, we're going to talk uh, movie posters, unless you've got your idea for us. No, nothing so far. Still sitting on it, though? Trying to think, yes. Trying to think. That's an odd thing to try to think. I don't even know that you could stop thinking. Maybe the mind goes blank. Even when you're sleeping, you're thinking, though. Yeah. I don't think you're ever not thinking. I think, therefore, I am. That's right. That's how the old saying goes. Yeah. All right, hold on. All right, she did this in Istanbul. Yeah. That's going to be dangerous. It's a very Muslim country. First of all, I'll fucking tape hash under those titties so she can walk them back to the States. <laughs> yeah, she ain't passed. That's it. a good call. You, you can't always get over when you're fucking around in Istanbul. No. Like, she could have gotten fucked up. Got her clip cut off or something. Yeah. They're going to do that anyway. Oh. You're trying on dangerous water here, Madonna. All right, by the way. Yeah. It looks like uh, the ass girls are crushing the Dallas Cowgirl uh, cheerleader, which I'm fucking glad to see. I never root for those Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders under any circumstances. They had their own reality show. A couple years ago. And how did that do? I don't know. It was on some weird channel, like the country music channel. You know one of the reasons why they got big? Well, I think they might have been the first cheerleaders, pros. But then the Debbie Does Dallas was like a parody of that. Oh, back shit. Back in the old days when people used to actually go to a theater to see porn movies. That's it's And that sad. got gigantic. It's sad it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, that way you can't see all the guys jacking off in public. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at that. There's Debbie. There she is. Fucking. Oh, yeah. There she's having sex. 
a friend of mine's dad on a vacation went to a fucking uh, porn theater with other fucking dudes. On vacation? Yeah. While they were at the beach. The guys were like, you know what? We're going to go and watch a movie together. <laughs> Let's go watch some porn. We're on vacation. That's kind of weird. Uh, Mike, you're in the Hey, a group of ravens, unkindness. Oh, that's weird. I never heard of that. That's a great one, isn't it? Yeah, unkindness of ravens. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, let's break here. We'll be back. And uh, 42 movie posters is up on the iBank. We'll uh, be right back. It's the Ron and Fez show. This is the Ron and Fez show. Love. Weekdays. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. Celebrate. Replays daily at 1 a.m. Eastern. It's been one week since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. Saying get back together, come back and see me. Three days in the living room. I realized it's all my fault but couldn't tell you. Yesterday you'd forgiven me. But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hold it now and watch a hood wink. Does it make you stop think? You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. Summon fish to the dish, although I like the shallots, I like the sushi, cause it's never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bought It's the Ron and Fez show on a Monday. That's right. A Monday. Uh, I just saw a crazy thing when I went down to take a piss. Yeah. The entire cast of Dallas is sitting in the fucking fishbowl right now. The old guys and the new guys. Wow, the old cast too? Yeah. Holy shit. The fucking Larry Hagman's there and all the the fucking man from Atlantis. The woman. I couldn't fucking believe it. Jesus. I all right. I've been seeing constant ads for it. Well, go down and take a look at them. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And by the way, way to hit your mark. All right, so it is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, we're going to uh, look at 42 posters 42 amazing, it says, movie posters. Now, the movie poster, I don't know if they're as good as they used to because with YouTube and the Internet, there's a lot of different... You can sell the trailer pretty hard off of YouTube and the sites. And any of the Internet sites get the shit out there very, very quickly. So I don't know if they put the full push into the movie poster as they used to. Um, when I was younger, all you ever wanted was a cool movie poster for your wall. If you could pull that off, boom, you're as good as set. So, now here's the part that gets to me, though. Do you think the fact that you've seen the fucking movie ruin whether or not you like the poster or not. I think you could still like a poster. I don't know. So why are some of my favorite posters <laughs> also my favorite movies? Like, let's look over at this one here, the Ghostbusters poster. Yeah. Now, everybody knows that logo, and it's all pretty great. But if that was a shitty movie, I don't know if we'd be sitting around thinking about the Ghostbuster poster. But look, do you even think they would do that now? It just says, Coming to Save the World this summer... No name of the movie, nothing. No way. No Bill Murray, just a Ghostbuster. 
they would freak out. They'd say, this is insane. You need to fucking have something about the film. You got to push it. everything. Yeah. Uh, here's one that's a kind of a shitty movie, but the poster's pretty great. It's Showgirls. That's a pretty goddamn great poster. Iconic, I think. People will recognize that. I mean, even though this movie was a giant bomb, everyone shit all over it. Right. People still know what Showgirls All right, is. if you were to look at this whole thing, what would be the most iconic for you? I think I've got mine. Well, there's, there's a lot of really great ones. Uh, I think The Godfather with Brando. And the and the cross and the hand holding the cross. Yeah, it's pretty famous. Uh, but for me, and again, this is not a scene from the movie. It's a scene that kind of alludes to it in the movie. But the Jaws movie poster to me, if I just saw that, I still would say I don't need to fucking see the movie. I know I already don't want to go in the ocean. I'm scared. Horrifying. Um. I think for iconic, you have to go with the bicycle flying in front of the moon with E.T. See, that wasn't the only movie poster, though. There also used to be the finger glowing. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So that keeps it from being the one thing. Like, I think iconic is the Clockwork Orange. But is that also because I love the movie? No, Clockwork is fucking iconic. People uh, love that. That just, just with the the. It's fa fucking fantastic. Uh, Greg, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys, yeah. um, when you said movie poster, the first thing that came to my mind was Jaws, and it, I must have been about twelve or thirteen, and uh, seeing that movie poster, it kind of took my breath away because that that shark was so big, and that girl swimming at the top was almost reality, and it was uh Really intriguing. Yeah, I think the I think that movie poster works fantastic. And again, what I love about it is that it is not a scene from a movie. There's no star in it. That yeah, fucking girl is basically an extra in the movie. Now, of, of all these posters, there's only one that I only saw the movie based on the poster. Nothing else. And I'm saying, holy shit, this looks like Steve McQueen. It looks like Lee Marvin. I'm going to this movie, and that's Reservoir Dogs. I had never seen a trailer for it. It was this little fucking theater that just had the, that would play independent films, and it had to post. And I also thought that the fucking name was interesting. Yeah, that's a fucking awesome poster. And they just look badass in it. Yeah, they do. Particularly when, you know, now it's hard to remember, but that. Look hadn't been done for like 25 years. Um, let's go over uh, Mike in Canada. Mike, you're on my face. Hi, how are you? Yeah. I think uh, the movie poster that got me the most was probably from The Exorcist. All right, let me the look old, at... The old uh, priest looking up at the window was really creeped me All out. Right, I'm going to go and look at it right now. Um, yeah, that's a pretty famous look, but uh, it's also... It's really weird. I went to that fucking spot before. Oh, the wow. top of that. It's down in Georgetown. Creepy with the giant, with the giant staircase. Yeah, and we went there one night, and it was like fucking cloudy and shit, like foggy, and we're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. It's too exorcisty. Shit's getting weird. Yeah, it's getting real weird, and it's starting to get very exorcisty. Oh boy, did something weird happen? 
We ended up with this little girl. Her fucking head spin around. Fuck. Um, let's go over to Frank. Frank, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, man. Hey, you can't... Uh, I saw Prometheus last night, by the way, and that poster was all right, right? Uh, no? Yeah. Uh, I thought the movie was decent, but you can't like a movie without the... I mean, if the poster sucks, if the movie sucks, then you never put a poster up on your wall, no? No, I agree with you, but there could be a cool poster that could get you to go to the movie. Now, some of the things I don't like if they're too busy, and yet the Jim Carrey Truman Show was really cool, uh, and, of course, the Tree of Life was pretty cool, even though those are overly busy, in my opinion. I love the Tree of Life one. You do? Yeah. Um, let's go over to Corey. Corey, you're on Fez. Hey, buddies, what's going on? Yeah. Even though it's really overplayed because it's in every college kid in frat boy's room, I swear it's there if you look. It's a Scarface one. Even though it's iconic, it's overplayed. Uh, and actually, I mean, you say frat boys, but the hip-hop guys were into that really, <laughs> really more. big years ago. And it came back, like, really hard, like, maybe five years ago, because someone, I guess, got the rights to it and just started making a shitload of clothing with Scarface all over it. Jackets, fucking shirts, and all that shit. And then it blew the fuck up again. And this poster was on, this, like, really bad fucking leather gaudy someone jacket. Someone said they told me they were going to do it again, this time with a Russian. <sighs> That's weird. Yeah. Come on. This is a fucking movie, so what? I'm weirded out by that right now. Why? Because it should be Pacino. Pacino uh, didn't do it first. Well, the original Scarface. Um, Bob, you're on Fez. Hey, how we doing, gentlemen? Good. I just wanted to say, uh, Full Metal Jacket. First of all, the name of the movie is intriguing enough, but then when you see the helmet with the Born to Kill and the peace sign on top yeah. of it, it just kind of says, like, you have to see this movie. Well, it's you know, a dichotomy it? of men, isn't it? It's a dichotomy of men. Uh, we actually have a couple up by the uh, same director. Um, we already brought up Kubrick's Clockwork Orange, and then right above that is Dr. Strangelove. That's, I don't think I've ever actually ever seen this. I think I've only ever seen the film. I yeah, I, I haven't seen that either. That's pretty fucking cool. Same with the Vertigo. I never saw that before. And that's fucking badass. With the swirl. Hell yeah. That reminds me of the guy who does those orange and white posters. For like the um, draft house when they do yeah. when they take it out around the country. Those things are great. Those are yeah, those are fucking seriously awesome. He reboots posters. Um let's get over here to uh Fran. Fran, you're on running fuzz. Yeah, hi, Ron. I need to correct what Hicks said about the Godfather poster. Good. What's that? That that was not a hand holding a cross. That hand was it? holding marionette sticks. And he's oh. making everything move. Oh, See how the strings wow. go down? He's making everything goes down. But uh, Mr. Racist, anti-Catholic, Chris Stanley. Anti-Catholic? I am Catholic. Are you? And a cross doesn't have strings attached to it. I was baptized. I thought that was just like the outlines of the letters going down. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Tied you on the run for the show. Ronnie, did that call I said that Prometheus was a good movie? Did I hear him right? Yeah, he, he loved it. It wasn't that good. Are you serious? Oh, come on, a space octopus? I didn't even no, see that. Don't thing. ruin it for people. I saw I it. I didn't even see it. I saw right. it last night. Right. What was there, a fucking That's space a octopus? Line, all right, just spoiler alert. Yeah, the there's brothers, a space octopus. The brothers are going to appreciate 
appreciates giving stills 100 years after the fact, or was he just doing that to get in that chick's white panties? All right, hold on. Let me. You're fucking ruining everything. He really is dropping. Did he say Stephen Stills? There was Stephen Stills references in the film, yeah. By a black guy? By a black guy, the captain of the spaceship. What did he say about Stephen Stills? He had an accordion of Stephen Stills's, and he was playing it during like a storm or whatever when they had downtime, and then he referenced Stephen Stills, and then he banged Charlize Theron. Spoiler alert. When did Stephen Stills play an accordion? I don't know. You know what's weird? Yeah. Check out the playlist on the iBank today. It's all accordion numbers. Holy shit. All uh, rock and pop songs that feature some accordion. Wow, that's fucking really weird. And now you're coming to me with this? Yeah. Promethea, Prometheus, uh, well, I was disappointed by it. That probably means that fucking Jermaine Lassier gave it 18 raves and then was screaming, why didn't somebody fucking congratulate me for finding something? Oh, Jimmy. oh, the fucking headaches I get in this world. So I just saw little Liam. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? We all notice that you're a fucking sour attitude these days. And he goes, it's that I got a long commu commute. I go an hour and a half each way. And I'd rather be home fixing my basement, mowing my lawn. I never took him for one to be like a homebody. It took him like that. Worker. He was fucking city kid. Having fun. Every day was a party. He lived in Astoria before he moved out there. Yeah. Gets he minutes to work every day. And live in beautiful Astoria, Queens. Now he's way out. An hour and a half each way. Oh. And he wants to be painting the fucking fence. Tom Sawyer side. So strange. Total reversal. That's what the suburbs do, does to you. Zaps your brain. It was a goddamn body snatcher. Hmm. Uh, Alex and Philly, you're on the fence. Hey, how are you guys? Um, well, you uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs, so I'll go along the lines with Quentin Tarantino. The Inglorious Bastards is pretty good, but there's also the Django Unchained poster. That movie that's coming out, that's another good one. And then there's a Brad Pitt movie well, called you, Killing Them Softly. All right, now, no one asked you to put up 90 fucking pics. Um, now, we put the Pulp Fiction up, and I don't think you can get any more iconic than that. Love that fucking poster. Just Uma Thurman looking great. It's just weird. It just takes you back to a time and place. Candy apple cigarettes, right there. Oh uh, yeah. Now that one works with a lot of information on it, but like if you look at like the Titanic one, it's like get rid of the words, and I think you'd have a better poster or the sideways one. I, you know, I think the thing that works about the Pulp Fiction one is just that it came in looking beat up, but then again, that if you like the movie, like I kind of hate the Titanic one. Because I kind of hate Titanic. It's nothing against the fucking poster. Nothing on earth could come between them. Except the piece of driftwood. Django and Chain's pretty badass, too. Tarantino knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> come on. All right, what is weird about the pad data right now? Do you see it, uh, anybody? I can't, I can't see it. I can go check it out right now. 
there's a picture of some bald dude and a kid on the. There's a picture of the pad data. It says best movie posters. And then there's a bald kid, a guy and a kid on it, they said. All right, oh, oh, that's, that's something for Rob to fucking deal with. I don't want to email him right now. Does it mean it's on everyone, though? Probably only some. Aaron, you're in run a fest. Depending on what kind of you have. Hey, what's you have. up, guys? Yeah. Hey, um, I just kind of want to weigh in on the whole movie poster thing. I think movie posters nowadays, for the most part, are fucking bullshit, you know? Digital, you know, fucking copy and paste shit. I mean, if you go back to the 80s, like, going through the horror section in your VHS area, those are fucking works of art, you know? And that's a lost form. And there's some artists still out there doing that shit. You get, like, a guy named Justin Osborne who does painting for paintings for, you know, mostly horror DVD box box covers, but, man, it's just a, it's just a fucking lost art form. I mean, it, the last two cool ones that I could think of is if, if Pepper could Google would be, like, a hobo with the shotgun cover or that movie, um, I forget the other fucking movie, but anyways. Yeah, I, I will agree that it's somewhat of a uh, lost art form. Now, here's what drives me crazy. I'm looking at some of the feedback over on the Interbank. Jerk store Sean writes, no E.T.? What? It's right Fez there. just fucking pointed it out as that was Fez's favorite of all time. It's right up there. No Avatar movie poster? Uh, what do you think of the Jurassic Park? I mean, that was pretty fucking dead on. I loved it. I think it's fucking awesome. That's no, great. June and, and then they worked it into the movie, too, as the logo on all the Jeeps and everything. Juno was up there, and Juno seemed to, whether it was the first or not, has that I'm the indie movie, the quirky indie movie, almost like the lettering. You could tell when something's an indie movie these days. Yeah, there's a, there, it has a look. It's no longer, it's just the indie look. Yeah. It's like a weird font. Right. A silly font. Strange font. Not strange sharp. kind of colors. Uh, what do you think of this? It's okay. I mean, I guess it tells you this is a story. You hate the fucking movie, so you hate the poster. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I think the poster's adorable. Uh, I can see why the movie would grind you down, though. I don't know why she had to talk like that. Yeah, you don't sit around and worry about other fucking movies that you watch. They create a fucking universe where people talk certain ways. Um, hey, in Prometheus, people were talking pretty regular. We're talking about Stephen Stills. Mm. Let's go over to Eugene. Eugene, you're in my face. Hey, boys. What about the uh, Back to the Future posters? They're pretty amazing, and it's one of those last really hand-drawn, like, work of art posters, not one that's just a Photoshop picture. All right, I'm looking at it now. I like the logo. I hate the poster. The logo's great. The poster is fucking ridiculously bad. Um, Rob, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, I remember as a kid, I used to lay in bed and jerk off to Bo Derek on the 10 poster. Well, first of all, A, brilliant. Um, let's take a look at the 10 poster, though, because I don't remember it. I, that, I don't think it was all of them. I think that was a different poster than one out. Here's another one. Yeah, see, there was quite a few. That's the one I remember that was like a cartoon poster. But I, you wouldn't jerk off to that. He must have been jerking off to the other one of her pushing him down on the ground. Um, 
Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B, how about the, uh, the original Rocky poster? Uh, is that the one that he's just waving? He's got his hands up in the air? Yeah, he's there. Yeah, I yeah. think, uh, you know, the top of the steps where you got his arms up. Yeah. Uh, you know what's really weird is people do this all day, every day in Philly. That fucking movie's like 37 years old. It'll never stop. You go there and people are running up the steps. And they're videotaping each other. Like, look, yeah, I'm like Rocky. Right Taking pictures. We should just fucking do a thing of people running up and down the steps and try to get that to go viral. That could be a throw a camera on there like Abbey Road because it's yeah. probably the same exact thing. Same exact thing <laughs> all day. You just see people, hey. That's what I'm doing. And then they wait for the other guy to get out of the way and then they run up. And It's a nice fucking spot there, though. You look straight up and it's nice. Uh... Here's our buddy, NYC Metal Scene. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, a great movie poster, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll High School with the Ramones, uh, to go along with a great soundtrack as well. Um, yeah, I remember that poster was uh, like a Mad Magazine or something, right? Yeah, it was, it's, it's cool. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, it just got a whole bunch of stuff going on there with the Ramones. It's like caricature, caricatures. By the way, uh, that movie alone should have broke the Ramones. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. I, and, and I know, I know it's off the topic, but a really good soundtrack too, like um, Oh yeah. Devo, uh, Brownsville Station, Chuck Berry, Alice Cooper. Just a, a fun movie too. It is. It's like almost making fun of high school movies, but at the same time doing everything that you know a high school movie would do, not just mocking them, but actually doing it. <laughs> and what was the girl's name? P.J. Souls or whatever. Yeah. She was fucking adorable in that. And it's the exact same poster as Animal House. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Maddie. Maddie, you're on running Fez. Hey, what's going on, Roddy B? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great movie and poster that I always remember is uh, Dead Presidents, man, with that, that kind of creepy white face and, uh, and looking up. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, That's a good you know? call. Yeah, and and actually, I thought of one more when I was on hold here. Uh, Really iconic. Uh, you just look at it and you automatically know the movie is uh, it kind of a kind of a weird movie, but Dances with Wolves with Costner just sitting there in the middle of the field, you know. Right, you kind of automatically know what it is. I'm gonna look that up right now. I love Dead Presidents. Yeah, you know that probably's not there because it's not as big a movie. There's fucking Costner areas. Yeah, I don't is. know. Here I am sitting. I'm waiting for a Wolf to come. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> Costner on top of the world right now because of Hatfields and McCoys. Everybody's talking about it. That's huge. That fucking thing was a, like the most watched TV show in cable history. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Andy, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, guys. Great movie poster. I got it in my uh, movie room downstairs, if you will, is uh, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Saving Private Ryan came out and kind of looks like um, the Thin Red Line. They're both of them fucking just falling yeah. the same for me. I don't know if I like that. What the fucking hell? We're all in the clouds. Guess who ends up dying? All of us. Oh, it's sad. Tell me, did I live a good life? Best, dude. Did I live a good life? Look, there's Nazis everywhere. I would just say this. Look how big your, brown daughter, uh, your blonde daughter's tits are. <laughs> During that supposedly really sad scene, all I can think of is her big fucking tits clanging together. 
You think it would be really awful if someone jerked off to a scene from Saving Brian Ryan while the old man was crying? I, I wouldn't fucking see anything wrong with that. All right, thanks. Coming from you, it means a lot. <laughs> I have high moral standards. Um, Frank, you're on the Run Face Show. Hey, Ronnie B, coming to you from the new entertainment capital of the world, Leesburg in Albany, Georgia. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. Uh, I'm the original Hicks, you fucked up guy. I wanted to tell you the uh, Royal Tenenbaums. I had one of your deals. I looked at that picture on the way out of a movie. I saw Stiller wearing that sweatsuit with those two kids. I had to see it. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a very weird, weird shot. Um, we've been giving Wes Anderson and Bill Murray so much love lately, though. We said, we got to just, you know, what are we doing? Constant for them two guys? They're very great people. Look who it is, our good friend, the Blowhard. Hey, Blowhard. Hey, buddy. Great movie, great poster, because it was Forbidden Love, was Mandingo, with Susan George and, uh, what's his name, uh, Ken Norton making out in that embrace. And then in the background, you saw the southern plantation and the mansions. And I know the poster got banned in a bunch of cities because of the interracial uh, embrace, and there was different versions of the poster. And well, it was a major studio, which is amazing that, you know, Dino De Laurentiis made this film, and you had James Mason, who you do an impeccable... In, in well, not, not though, because he does a southern James Mason. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you still you, you got it nailed pretty good. But that poster, it was so controversial at the time, and uh, people just were protesting. And uh, Well, they don't even show this on fucking cable anymore. This came out in the movies, then in an early cable, got played a lot, and then they were like, you know, what, it ain't even worth it. It had to be probably the most accurate portrayal of slavery as com as compared to Roots, which was brutal, but nothing like this movie. This movie was one of the most brutal films I've ever seen. Oh. When you sit and watch that, you just cringe. It's like, you don't want to be white when you watch this movie. But the ending, especially, Jesus, when they put him in that big boiling pot of water. What the yeah. fuck? Oh, my. Yeah. It's you, you just ruined it for Hicks. Hicks, you got to see it. Oh, you got to see it. I've heard of it, obviously, yeah. but I've never, I never actually saw it. And there's some good blues, too. I think Muddy Waters even contributes a song in the opening. And maybe the closing song, too. But that poster got so much controversy. And to me, it just stays in my head. And every so often, I like to throw it on. Just I have it on DVD, and I got a feeling one day it's going to be banned. I got a feeling yeah, it's going to be banned. Yeah, I, like I, I kind of feel like it almost is. And nobody talks about it. No. It's gone, and, uh, you know, if you're really into history, it's... Well, after that, remember, Ali kept calling Ken Norton a pornographic actor. Yeah, porno. Because <laughs> he showed his ass. He's a porn star. <laughs> All right, buddy, thanks. All right, buddy, be well. That fucking movie down in my neighborhood, like, if it... When there were movies that would fucking show... Uh, if there was a racial thing, like yeah. if a black guy got killed... At the fucking driving, people start beeping their horns. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was always like, why can't we just sit and fucking relax and enjoy stuff? I mean, it's sad. James Mason. And then there was one scene where he was going like this. Show me your pussy. Now, do it. Do what I'm telling you. Wait, I don't think he did that. I had I got that mixed up with another movie. I'm sure. It, oh, oh, I searched for Mandingo, and not just fucking movie posters came up. 
Tell you that much. Oh, because now that's like a form of, you know. Yeah. She Like, w- later when we say jungle fever, that's what we used to say. She's going to fucking Mandingo on them. Yeah. She went Mandingo on her parents. There's lots of black cock coming See, up. a Mandingo was a certain, like, tribe. Oh, so, all right. here's the thing. Almost when he wanted a fighting slave, he wanted a Mandingo oh, for himself. Oh, shit. Look at him. He's so large. All right, let's leave him alone with your wife. Um, let's go over to uh, Evan. Albin, you're on Renifest. Hey there, Ron. The best hand-drawn posters are from the 20s and 30s, and one that sticks out of my mind is I Am a Fugitive from a Chain Gang from uh, 31, I think it came out. All right, we're going to take a look at that. It is hard to know some of the old school ones. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Big chain, orange and yeah, black. Yeah, you got a big chain. You can fucking Paul Mooney there. Big bladders. It's nice. Mindset was bad. This is up on the iBank. Um, obviously, with the 42, you can't get everyone. Thing. And no. people are like, how did you ever forget? Come on. How did you ever forget? I'm surprised Watley didn't bring up the fucking Batman that's in there. That was done to make him happy, but nothing can make him happy these days. No. Cannon, Rhode Island, you're in my Why so serious? Hey, Ron, it's Ken Shane. How you doing? Hey, um, Ken. Good to talk to you, buddy. I didn't know it was you. Yeah, nice to talk to you. Listen, I got a couple old school ones for you. First of all, maybe the sexiest poster I ever saw, at least as a kid, was for the graduate Dustin Hoffman gazing at uh, Mrs. Robinson's leg in the foreground there. Yeah. And uh, another oldie was uh, a brilliant poster for Hitchcock's film Vertigo, which is uh, fantastic. We got the Vertigo up there, and I hadn't seen that before, but it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and like I said, the graduate. Another one from the 60s is... The film Blow Up uh, with David Hemmings, that's a great poster, too, as I remember. So the three from the 50s and 60s for you. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. You bet, man. Bye. It's uh, Ken Shane, who's a fabulous, fabulous uh, music writer. Um, let's go over to Dax. Whoops, Dax is still. Here's Dax. You're on the Run Fed show. Hey, this is Dax in Vegas. Uh, how about the original Nightmare on Elm Street movie poster and Swap Think? Uh, we're going to look at Nightmare first. That's a pretty scary fucking poster. Yeah. Oh, that one is the first one? This is the first one, That yeah. blows. I think some of the other ones looked even better. And Swamp Thing. You're going to have the Locklear. What? Yeah, the Locklear was in Swamp Thing. I didn't know anything about that. Swamp Thing just looks like a thing out of a comic book. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, how have you gone this long without anyone bringing up Goodfellas? That fucking movie poster is phenomenal. Well, you know what? It's one of those things like... it. I also think it's because you love the movie. I don't know if the poster would work on its own. But you love the movie. Where I think the Vertigo poster works if you've never even seen the movie. It's just a piece of art or something. I think Almost Famous works. 
Uh, where the wild things are really works. Uh, the alien movie. Uh-oh, what is coming out of that? It's what the alien. hell is glowing? It's a fucking alien, I dude. hope it's okay. Superfly is perfect because it looks like the 70s. I don't know why, but I've always liked the sideways movie poster. And it kind of looks like, almost like a novel, like a paperback. It's a good-looking poster. And again, my eye goes back to alien. What? What kind of glowy thing is in that egg? Dude, it's it can't. It's gotta be alien to this planet. It's a fucking face hugger, and it's gonna shove an alien baby into your gut. Where did it come from? A, a space octopus? Apparently, that's what that's what Prometheus has taught us. Space octopus. Stupid. Um. Manhattan is one of the most famous. That's just a straight shot out of the movie. The Breakfast of Tiffany is all the girls like. Yeah, I don't know. She was a prostitute in that movie, right? I don't want to give anything away like you did with Prometheus. <laughs> hey, that call was giving away stuff first. The Rebel Without a Cause is iconic, but I don't think you need two James Deans on it. What are you talking about? Where there's uh, there's the big James Dean on the side of it. Down in the corner, there's James Dean with Natalie Wood. Yeah. Um... Now, the Schindler's List, what I would have been saying is, wait, are you sure my name's not on that list? B-E-N. You know what? Might be under serious. Come on. By the way, that's what I always have to do when Chris Stanley sends me to a thing. Well, could you check serious? Yeah, sometimes name doesn't get on there, even though I talk to the people. Then sometimes it's under the booking person's name. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. Um, Metropolis is one of the best of all time. That's well, an amazing piece of art. It's fucking awesome. Now, here's the weird thing. And, of course, when before you see the movie, The Silence of the Lambs, you got no idea what the hell that shit's about, right? Yeah, like, what? And now, in, in hindsight, it's great. It doesn't give anything away. And you're like, wait, is there a bug on her mouth? What the fuck is going on here? The Death's Head Moth. Or Fez will call that the little Jodie Foster. You got the big Jodie Foster and the little Jodie Foster. Some of these, it looks like you just go for color, like the American is based. Look how much like a burnt orange or a light orange or a pumpkin orange will play into this. That's weird. I guess maybe that's, we just find it appealing, maybe? I don't know why, but it just seems like it's smart. Swingers, too. The entire background of it was just orange. Uh, Anatomy of a Murder has got that, like, uh, yellow and orange. Yeah, I love that poster. The Anatomy of Murder? Me too. I'm it's fucking crazy really cool. about it. Again, doesn't it seem like it would be a book, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's not a fucking movie poster. We ought to do one of these on um, sci-fi book jackets. Because one of the things that was interesting that I saw when Ray Bradbury died was how many of each of his books had different fucking covers. So Fahrenheit <coughs> must have had 40 or 50 covers throughout the years. That's crazy. <laughs> but everybody, that was my favorite right there. The Illustrated Man, right? The Illustrated Man. And I was like, first of all, A, why is this guy in 
so illustrated. And what has he got to tell me? Now, the one that I saw was the first one that you had. Oh, it's this, this one, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty badass. It's crazy, though, how many of those that they'll go through. So we could definitely do one on sci-fi novels. This is the one I remember for Fahrenheit 451, which is the burn book. I don't remember background. which one I, I got, I read. That one's cool as shit, though. Yeah. Fucking just <laughs> and the cool lettering. That cool, like, fucking 40s and a 50s kind of font. Yeah, this is one after another here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, now I feel like I want to design book jackets. Like sci-fi book jackets is all I want to do for a living. That'd be fun. Here's a guy with a flamethrower just setting books on fire. Yeah, why wouldn't he? It's kind of like, cool. He looks like Iron Man too, right? <laughs> he looks like RoboCop Iron Man. And what is he doing? Burning books. Why? They showed this other thing with Ray Bradbury. In 1983, he said, believe me when I tell you, in the, in the future, you'll be able to fit the contents of an entire library in your pocket. Bullshit. You'll have a little device, and you'll just be able to sit there. And then you could also look at the house that you were born in from a satellite. That sounds like crazy talk, Ray Bradbury. You're crazy. You remember the first Ray Bradbury that you read? For Fire 451. See, mine was Illustrated Men. Yeah, I have to read that. All right, the uh, Don Rickles uh, thing came up. Um, and he's in trouble again. Here's what he basically said. He said something about Obama. And then um, he was like, no, Obama's great. He was over my house the other night and the mop broke. So... It went around the internet, of course. Are we offended by him? And the the fact is, no. He's Don Rickles. You don't expect this to happen? He's 86 years old. It's a fucking precious thing. We still got this guy. And if he wants to do jokes, you're lucky enough to hear them. Sure, playing people are fucking super pissed, though, which makes no sense to me. Well, some people get mad because they're like... Well, why do some people get away with things and other people can't? Would this have been funny if Bill O'Reilly had said it? No. It probably wouldn't have been. It's a double standard. It's a double standard because one guy has timing. And he's hysterical. And, of course, you know that he doesn't mean it. You know that he's doing it as a joke. It's just, yeah, it's the act. I think, you know, because I had a friend of mine say to me, well, sure, you're protecting it. Because it's because you like him, and but what if it was Glenn Beck? I go Glenn Beck would have been able to pull that joke off. The joke has to do with the fact that you've had timing for seventy fucking years of your life. Glenn Beck can't tell a joke; he'll just rant like a fucking crazy person. And even if he told the joke, you know what would be behind it. You know what I mean? I think in this case, I think we're all pretty sure that this guy is making fun of racism. And I think 86 years old plays into it, too. All I, right, Fuzzy's coming around on it. I, I mean, if my grandmother said it... He would have been able to do this in fucking 51, though, and you know it. You know he was doing these kind of jokes now. 
You know, he had always done that. Uh, Steve, you're on the Run of Fez show. Steve, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, Easy Rider with um, Fonda, Nicholson, and uh, Hopper. All right, let me take a look at this. 60s cult movie. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm very fucking familiar with Jeez. this. Just never saw the poster. Eh, poster's okay. There's, there's a few different ones. Yeah. That one stinks. Yeah. Tony in uh, Cleveland, you're in Fez. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, hey uh, this is uh, Jubilee 70s. Uh, it was a great movie, great uh, poster, and uh, I mean, an unbelievable soundtrack. It was heavy metal. If you look at that soundtrack, man, it's got Donald Fagan. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, but we're not talking soundtracks right now. We're talking no, movie even posters. The poster. Now, the movie poster, it kind of came from a comic book or something in the first place, right? Yeah, like yeah a, the magazine yeah. heavy metal. Yeah, thanks. Um, no, that wouldn't make anything. Stephen Kennedy, Yerman Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, Vanilla Sky. All right, I don't remember this poster offhand. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, a big portrait of uh, Tom Cruise. Why do you like it? Um, it just I really like the movie, and uh, it just uh, it reminds but, me of the movie every time I see it. You're saying you see a big fucking close-up of Tom Cruise. And that makes you happy. You're going to fucking love his movie this week, Rock of Ages. He takes his shirt off, dude. Now, from what I understand, nobody's reviewed, reviewed this movie yet. <laughs> it's not up on Rotten Tomatoes at all. It's been embargoed? I don't know if it's been embargoed. It just hasn't happened yet. Oh, boy. Coming up in a little bit, we're going to play Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search when you... Uh, Head on over to the iBang when you hear us play the song. Uh, you've got to answer in the form, provide it, not in the comments, mm -hmm. not by email. First correct answer wins, receives a prize. Only one prize every 30 days. And, of course, we're giving away the signed Ocean's uh, 13 DVD, signed by the great Don Cheadle. That's awesome. One of two people that we've we played Miles Davis music for. You like that, don't you, Don? Yeah. You fucking dig that, don't you? That's all fucking happening for you now. Some of these people don't understand. You can have a great movie, shitty fucking poster. It happens. Um, all right, Todd wants to tell us something we don't know. Go ahead, Todd. How's it going, buddy? Uh, if you look real close at the uh, Silence of the Lambs poster at that moth with the skull on it, real close, the uh, the skull is actually made of human bodies. It's very cool. I, I can't make it big enough for that. Oh, shit. I've All seen right. a thing before where people wear human bodies to make a skull, like naked yeah. girls make a skull. Yeah, there's, But I didn't yeah, know that sure they, they did that there. there. Pretty sure they do, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's fucking brilliant. See, that's a great poster. That's awesome. That's a great fucking poster. We see a great big fat person. That's the best. I do be. Puts the lotion on the skin. <coughs> Anthony, you're on the run of fish show. Close encounters of the third kind. Right. Just a long, dark road going down right in between the mountains down to the end, and then you see the big, bright light. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty iconic. That's pretty cool. That actually, for some reason, 
Um, reminds me of that uh, sci-fi book. The uh, not the uh, restaurant at the end of the universe. What was that? the Hitchhiker's Guide? All right. Hey, see if you can get a business going right. where we just make book covers for people. I think we'd be able to do that. We'll call it Book Us. <laughs> we'll have to probably have to work on digital covers too for your Kindles and whatnot and your ebooks. I might even do an iced tea today and some salty pretzels. All right. I'll get some pretzel rods in here. Because there's never any more surprises, right? The big surprise is that there's no surprises. That's the big surprise. I'll get some surprises in here. You say that, but how many weeks in a row have we done that? And there's never a fucking surprise. Surprise tomorrow. That isn't a surprise. That's a fucking plan. No surprise tomorrow. Or is there? <laughs> Billy, Brooklyn, you're in front of Fez. Yeah, Mr. B, Mr. Fezzy, Pepper, usual suspects. The lineup. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking great one. That's yeah. a classic. Yeah, perfect. That's a fucking classic. Poor Fenster. He shouldn't have ran. Fenster fucked up. You know, I'll flip you. I'll flip you for real. I'll flip you. I'll flip you for real. You know what's uh, what's really strange? Uh, last time I see Kevin Pollack, he's like, oh, what the fuck? No, I want to do a mass. My fucking people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then he came back and he didn't do a mass. He was back again? Yeah, he had come back again. Had you stayed in contact with his people? I had contacted them, but I didn't hear back. I gotta take you off that. Uh, Chris, I know like how you like to sleep all day. No, I don't. I, I don't sleep. Just let me fin right, okay. finish the story without interrupting me. Right. I know how you like to do nothing and sleep uh, and take okay. advantage. I, that, I do. And I, uh, no. I'm trying to make a fucking point here. Okay, or right, I'll stop. Please, let me speak through. I know how you like to steal and I, whatever. I don't steal. I can't ever fucking finish a goddamn point I'm trying to make. I just I feel like I'm being run down here. Would you please take the Kevin Pollack thing off of fucking Watley? Because he's shy about asking. All right, Pollock, I'm on it. And Fez, whatever else you're working on, hand that to this fucking dirty thief. All right, see, look. What? I ain't stealing shit around here. I thought you were. No. You see that he's shy. Fez is shy. Come on. Get out of that shyness. That's how come the surprises are always so disappointing. It's fun to be outgoing. Come on. Are you feel like you're an outgoing person? <laughs> yeah. My door is always open. That's the worst thing. Actually, doors usually, say. doors usually close and lights are off in the office. Why don't you give the, call the Pollock people and give them your unmasked live read? He's got a 60-second live read that he gives people. Oh, I didn't know that. Man, the next unmasked that we're going to... Today's the last day we're doing it. Yeah. The next one's going to blow fucking people away. 
It's big. Can't wait. It's legendary big. Mm-hmm. Huge. This is one of the most... Now it feels like the next guest I'm being shitty to. But it's legendary. It's going to be an awesome one. Bruce, San Diego, you're on Fez. Yeah, hey, Ronnie. How about Flesh Gordon with the great big penisaurus? All right, see, now you're just trying to be gay. That's all you're trying to do. Coming up a little bit. Search, search, hurry up and search. Uh, when you hear the song, head on over to the iBang. And you'll be able to uh, get involved in this. Uh, this drone workout thing that we have up on the iBang, I don't even get for a second. You run around while a drone makes you run faster? Yeah, basically. Uh, these guys invented this uh, hover, hovering fucking robot. That will basically you'll it'll zoom in on you and then it'll just be in front of you the entire time you're racing around. You're running laps. I'll catch that fucker. I think it's what they're trying to do is see if you ever get to catch it. I don't want to fucking chase a robot around. Why not? Get in good fucking shape. You're wearing a nice, cool fucking shirt there. Yeah, there's some sort of pattern on a shirt you're supposed to wear that the. What happens though while you're running around? You start to come up on another guy, aren't you going to run a drone into the back of his head? Yeah, that is going to happen. And how does the fucking drone know how to fucking turn? It's in front of you. Shouldn't it be leading you? You know what? You could have a robo-jogger like this, just your own dog. You ever have a dog like you try to run next to it, and it'll like, be biting at your legs and shit, <laughs> trying to pull you down? It's not a competition, A fucking dog boy. can do some fucking funny shit. Like, he's like, I don't know what we're running for. This is so fucking great. Let me try to pull you down now. It doesn't need a reason for anything. Yeah, see, this. here's the guy just running after his fucking robot, hovering yeah, so robot what? drone. He feels really proud about it. You know, I had the Tonys on last night. All right. I didn't see any of the... I'm sure you watched it, right, Fez? Yes. Yep. Why didn't you um, fucking tweet along? Why didn't you have one of your things? Uh, I didn't see one fucking show that was on. And the kid that they all like is just terrible. Neil Patrick Harris. Thank you. He's just, he's such a fucking throwback that he's Burt Convy. <laughs> um, but I was able to say, I don't see how F Philip Seymour Hoffman lost, even though I hadn't seen his play or any of the others. Whatever. He deserves to win. This is the beauty of it. I can be an expert on something I know nothing about. That's fine. It's better than actually being a regular expert. It's such an inside club. The, the theater crowd goes nuts for someone who I don't even have a clue of who they are. Does that make you feel like you're on the out gay? Yeah. Yeah, like I should know. I should be living and dying with who's winning these awards. Do you, Do you like feel like you're not gay enough for them? Yeah, I worry. Yes, I worry that I'm not, I'm not nearly gay enough. I don't want, I don't, you know, I'm not, like, excited about the Sex in the City prequel. I've never seen Sex in the City. And it's like that has, it's like nowadays that seems to be the criteria to be part of the gay crowd. You have any gay friends? No, I don't have any gay friends. No, we got the gay brunch rescheduled for you next Sunday. Right, yeah. He's going out with one of the OutQ guys. Oh, shit, this is exciting. And this gentleman... Has said that he's going to help Fez. 
Wow. In ways that you and I can't. Yeah, I don't know shit. I just we don't know what we're doing, Chris. I, I just fucking yell, Daddy Hunt Craigslist. That's the weird thing. And for a lot of gay guys, they're being like, you know what? You really helped. <laughs> well, if I isn't that way. If I know this young dick. Now, why do you say that, Fez? Aren't you getting into stereotypes when you say all gays like it? Well, it's, I mean, I'm just going by what I see when I do go, you know, to gay places. I see gay bars that have glee parties. Oh, you know? Jesus. Sounds terrible. So, it, it, well, obviously it's not everyone because I'm not included, but it just seems to be such a majority of what the gay, the gay guy crowd loves. When Neil Patrick Harris starts to sing like that, you just, it means nothing. Right? No, and it doesn't even sound like singing. I mean, I know I'm not into music or theater, but it sounds like he's either like talking his way through it or he's monotoning his way through it. He it sucks. Do it doesn't sound like good singing to me. So he sucks. Yeah, I mean, and, and they go nuts for him. They love him. You say they like you're not one of them. No, I mean, I'm not part of that Broadway gay crowd. Hmm. <laughs> here's someone, just, here's a new story. Why can't Neil Patrick Harris host everything? See, that's what Fez should be saying today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should be saying this was the greatest thing ever. I've you know, got you know to start seeing theater. Because you're Todd. You gotta stop this gay thing, and you gotta stop this Fez thing. But I am and gay. You, have you done anything gay? I haven't done anything gay yet. Right. You're Todd. You're Todd the asexual, and there's nothing wrong with that. My friend is Todd the asexual. My friend is Todd the asexual. You feel better? No. It's we accept you. You're accepted. This is a safe place. Nothing bad will happen. Fuck the Tonys. <laughs> Screw Neil Patrick Harris, too. Shitty singer. There. Is he? I guess. I don't know. I have from last night. I found a video of him singing. Uh, Patrick, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. I just listened to the show and I gotta call in. I don't think that I I think Fez's problem is that he's just lazy. I don't think it's anxiety. I don't think it's that he's homosexual or scared or whatever. I think he's just lazy. And so the Monday through Friday, the same food, never doing anything, you know. And then the thing with the movies, you know, he knows that nobody gives a shit that he's not watching movies. And yet he also understands that it also doesn't give him anything to talk about. And I think that the question that needs to be asked is, if Fez wasn't getting paid for this job, would he still do it? And I think the answer would be no, and that's really telling. Would you like to go and prove this guy wrong and go six months without being paid? No, I can't go six months without getting paid. So you do have to be paid? Yes. Lazy. He's just lazy. And I don't know where that tirade came from, just because I said I don't enjoy musical theater. Well, the thing is, he's saying that you, he, the fact that you're not getting anybody is the same thing here. That laziness that partakes, that you and Chris have. What? Well, how am I lazy? Well, that whole thing about neither one of you would uh, do the follow-up and book that comic. <laughs> 
Fez was supposed to follow up. I'm on it now. You're lazy for letting Fez do something when you know he ain't going to do it. All right. You know he ain't going to do it. All right. And Fez loves to give work away. Like, if I'll say something like, Fez, hand that over, he'll hand it over in a heartbeat and be happy with it. It's mine now. I'm going to hold Kevin Pollock in my hand right here. I know. I don't even know if I want to do it. Oh, shit. I should have sent that email out. Because it's all been fucking... It's all been tainted. No, it could be tainted back into goodness. Like Tainted Love? Yeah, like Tainted Love. Who doesn't like that song? Me? Oh. Still no score on this game? Tied. I didn't see either score. I gotta look up more. Seven minutes left before it goes into overtime. It won't be any overtime, dude. Know a little bit about the fucking Euro right oh. now. <laughs> We're in the early stages. All right. Get the fucking your time, and they'll just be tied. Harsh. You're harsh. Not as harsh as these guys. I can make fucking overtime. You know what, Fez? You know who I'd like to see you be more like? The sandwich Nazi. That's up on the eye bank. He's getting out. He's meeting people. He's doing stuff. Sandwich Nazi is quite the character. She's like, can I put it up your ass? I said, shit, yeah, why not? So, she stick it up my butt. And you know the handle of a stove like this? She made me hold it on my ass like this, and she was giving me a blow job. This <laughs> guy should be you, She moved it once in a while. It felt not bad, I have to admit it. So, one time... Look how nobody even wants to hear his stories. That's what I love about it. I'll come in there and listen every day. Surprisingly enough, candle came out smaller than it went in by almost four inches. You know, here's what I would do if I was open up a place right now. I would open up, if I was in New York City, yeah. the best breakfast fucking place I could. Or even have a small place like that and only make breakfast sandwiches. Then I would have a nice lunch sandwich and fuck dinner. I'm not going to no sit dinner. around... I'm not going to sit around and compete against 32,000 other restaurants for fucking dinner. Dinner can blow me. I'm going to shut down, get some sleep, and work on my supplies for the next day. And just dominate the breakfast game? I guarantee you I'll make a million dollars in my first fucking year. Fuck. Profit. What? Not gross. I'm going to profit a million dollars. Holy shit. Oh, she got on this breakfast sandwich store. People would fucking love it. they blow their shit up. I'd love Fez to go there to get me my breakfast sandwich. All right, people morning. are actually writing in to Kevin Pollack now. First responders are writing to him. And that's because they know that no one else here is going to do it. I just got the assignment. You had the assignment from the beginning. <laughs> I did? You know when Fez has an assignment, you've got to overlook him. You're, You're right, his okay. supervisor. Wait, how? I'm Fez's supervisor? Because in the, as you guys have it, call it, you do the producer's meeting, right? Yes. You ever say to him, Fez, what are you working on? No, we just go over the day's stuff, but no. All right, that's bad. You know what? Maybe I'll have them both this, the pips. I got Who it. are my interns today? Kokomo Joe and Anna from Staten Island. All right, send them both in. Guys, get in here. How are they doing on their, what do you call it, bit? Their, uh, what are they working on, the accent bit? Yeah, Joe and, uh, Joe and Samantha are on that. I'll have that. They'll have that ready today. Or for tomorrow. Okay. 
Come on in, kids. Hey. Hello. There's Kokomo. By yep. the way, I said to Kokomo, I go, oh, the whole uh, gang from Dallas is here. He didn't even know what Dallas was. No, That's I didn't know what Dallas is. No, I actually didn't hear you, so I just played it off like, oh, yeah. You want to say why you didn't hear me? Where you were running so fast? I was uh, in the bathroom. He was running into the stalls quickly. Into the he stalls could. very ah. quickly. And then he did not wash his hands after. I did. Oh. I do. I always he do. He didn't wash his hands. I will hmm. always And then he came that. back and he just like, he rubs down his shoulder. He says, oh, you're doing look. a good job. I also touched your face I caught bit. somebody once in the ladies' room, not here, at school, just running the faucet so it sounded like she was washing Smart. her hands. If you're going to go through that length, yeah. at least throw your hands under there. But, huh. anyway. Okay. Do you also uh, clean your glasses when you're down there? <laughs> no, I didn't. How often do you? Oh, boy, not Because a lot of people enough. are saying that you got prints all over your glasses. Oh, really? I just yeah. tried cleaning them right now, but... You're a fucking wreck, man. Wow, let me see you with your glasses off. <laughs> the wheels have just come completely off. Holy shit, yeah. you're a guy that needs glasses. I am a guy. I'm completely <laughs> blind without glasses. All right, hold on. Take your glasses off. Okay. How many fingers I got up? You have four fingers up. All right, so you're not completely blind. You're good. That's true. Let me well, see. You got a lazy eye, though? No. Do I? Does it yeah. look like it? One of your eyes just fucking takes off. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just floats up like you got something else on your mind. Okay. Yeah, can, can, I can cool. see that. All right, Kevin Pollack has just responded, fuck yes, on his Twitter. Although, here's what I'm saying. Of you two kids, which one of you would like to become the new producer of Unmasked? Uh, I'll do it. All right, look at that. I I, I want to be the producer for Unmasked. I'm producing Unmasked. You just already gave away. The Kevin Pollack thing just got booked by a fucking listener. So I need somebody to... now. Do you like to know where how many chairs are needed? Always. How many chairs? Yeah. Do you like to tell people to turn off their cell phones? I yes. do. All right. I, I just like to tell people what to do. You know, that's one of your things. How many things they need to have? Which one of these do you think would be better, Fizz? I would say Staten Island Anna. Mm. Thank you. All right, so you're out, dude. Okay. Well, I'll be her <laughs> co-helper. You can help me. I'll, okay, right, that's cool. another person for me to tell what to do. All right, that's good. Hey, okay, <laughs> I take direction. Do you guys feel like you get a lot of direction here? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How's your experience been so far? Awful. Uh, uh yeah, terrible. Just has it really? No, it, it no. It's been great. It's been great. Hicks. Yes. This is also going on your record. <laughs> As you, Kokomo is joshing around. <laughs> I I'm just joshing around. Have you noticed any money missing? Or I haven't noticed any of your cigarettes or pills. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, any of you just touch them. I count them before I go, before I leave the office. Coming up a little bit, we're going to play search, search, hurry up and search. I'm going to just let you know it's going to be within the next 15 minutes. Oh, I'll sit. Uh, here's Jane in D.C. You're on running Fez. Hey. Yeah. I just want to let you know that that restaurant idea you have, someone did that in Virginia Beach, and I thought about that, too. Here's so, the beauty uh, of it. There's no good uh, breakfast places out there, particularly for like a really great breakfast sandwich. I'm in a hurry, Gene. If you're into this, you can open up my DC. You can run the uh, whole DC part for me. Hey, that sounds good to me, man. Because yeah. I'm saying that one of Virginia Beach, it, it seems like it's really working for them. Because we want to come back there for dinner, and they like, oh no, we not, we not open. What's the name of the place? That's the thing. I don't know, and, and I was wondering, like, because, um. It's like a secret. It's like it's like a house. They turn into a restaurant. You wouldn't yeah. know it driving past it. 
and I, you know, we go there once a year for our timeshare. Uh-huh. And I have to like, you know, I know like the nuts somewhere around seventeen. But damn, all your fans gonna listen. They are gonna know about it now. Right, and, but, and why, to, at when you're driving thing, to Virginia Beach, you're thinking about it the whole time too, aren't you? Like shit, I'm gonna get a breakfast place. I mean, it's it's me, my mom, my grandmother, yeah. and my kids. You know, it's like fun. all of us love that place. We always go every year. And I want to say this though: I think they try to keep a certain element out too. I don't yeah, think they I want know. everyone knowing about. Hey, it. everybody wants to keep that element out, Gene. You know that. Oh I mean, you're fine, but you understand where the risk right. is. Hey, you know, oh, I do want to give you a screener props, man. This is my first time being on the air. Um, if it gets, the screener was cool. Whoever answered the phone. Does anybody uh, remember who was? Uh, with Gene? Was it a guy or a girl? Guy. Uh, Was that Pips? Pips Pips is, let me tell you, Pips is like a ninja warrior. He doesn't do anything wrong, and no one sees what he does. He's just behind the scenes, fucking taking bastards out. All right, thanks. There was this place in Daytona Beach. It was a hotel, right? This guy took one hotel room, just a regular hotel room yeah and put a restaurant in there okay and you could eat either in this little room or you could eat on the balcony nice he his stove and all was in the middle of the hotel room (laughs) and then there was like a bar built around him while he's cooking he also was washing dishes he's doing everything by himself holy shit the food was out of this world his name is mike it was a mike's mix Daytona Beach, great breakfast. He'd have great sandwiches for lunch, cause, and then he would close. But he would always make turkey, a fresh turkey, and fresh ham every day for the fucking next day sandwiches. And all of his food was fucking great. Sounds awesome. He also baked his own bread, so when you were getting French toast or whatever, they were with his own fresh bread. It was terrific. And I'm like, that's better than stuff you can get most places. Who gives a shit about dinner? You can go anywhere for dinner. Get yourself some delicious breakfast, though. Because really, I don't like going around eating these fucking chain dinners. Most of uh, the breakfast around here is terrible, around Midtown. It's really... You're probably, if I was to recommend in all of Manhattan, maybe four, maybe five restaurants for breakfast. Tops. That seems fucking batshit crazy. You're batshit crazy. I get nuts sometimes. I feel crazy. <laughs> There's a place on the Upper West Side that has good breakfast, but you got to stand in line there like a fucking idiot, waiting to get to it. Is that hot? Like, huh? Is that fucking popping yeah, off? Yeah, it's good. Damn. It's good. Don't get me wrong. I got nothing bad to say about it. Oh, man. No, you can't get a good Mike's mix there. <laughs> like you can at Daytona Beach. Yeah, we're in New York. That sucks. So... Looks like you're the new producer of a mess. How'd this just happen? I want you to look to Chris. He's going to assist you. Why? Did I, so I'm assisting the intern? Yes. <laughs> Shit's topsy turvy. You, you That's good work. You can shadow me. Oh, thanks, Anna. <laughs> that bothers you, right? Yes, it bothers Why me. Why can't you be like Fez and take it in fucking stride? I don't. Just act like this is what happens. No, that's this shouldn't be what happens. Uh, this is fucking nuts. By the way, the real booker of the show right now, and I want you to get in touch with him. Yeah. His name is Wayno, and it's <laughs> at Wayno. Right. He just booked Kevin Pollack with a big fuck yes. I want to do it. All right. I'll talk to Wayno. I'll talk to Kevin. We'll figure all this out. And then I wish I could do talking walking with Kevin Pollack. All right. 
I'll just I'll try to figure I all this out. I come before because it was during a big game. I yeah. forget what kind. Oh, yeah, it was huge. Some sporting event. Yeah, gigantic. Um, all right. Time to start getting ready to play Search, Search, Cherry Up and Search as we're going into the... I would go over on the uh, on the iBang right now for Search, Search, Cherry Up and Search. What year was Jerry Mathers born? Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search! How many stripes are on the Harlem Globetrotters' shorts? Search, search, hurry up and search! What's the annual rainfall in Cairo? Search, search, hurry up and search! It's everyone's favorite game show! Search, search, hurry up and search! Search, search, hurry up and search! search, search. Head to the iBang right now. Uh, when I tell you um, to hit refresh, hit refresh, and then you'll get the question when it's time. For search, search, hurry up and search. What year was Jerry Mathers born? Search, search, hurry up and search. How many stripes are on the Harlem Globetrotters' shorts? Search, search, hurry up and search. What's the annual rainfall in Cairo? Search, search, hurry up and search. It's everyone's favorite game show. Search, search, hurry up and search. Search, search, hurry up and search. All right. Uh, make sure you've got it answered on the form. Provide it, not in the comments, or by email. Uh, and we're giving away the prize. Ocean 13, signed on Cheeto. Hit refresh right now. And here we go for your search, search, hurry up, and search question. Go to the iBang.com. It's a double search, search. Um, Kobe Bryant's father also had a career in the NBA. What was Kobe's father's nickname, and what team selected him in the NBA draft? Uh, that's over at the iBank. Hit refresh, and off you go. We'll be right back. It's the Run and Fez Show. This is the Run and Fez Show. Weekdays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. Celebrate. Replays daily at 1 a.m. Eastern. Ron Fez Show. Thank you, folks. Um, getting ready to give out the answer right now. Over at the iBank, we run the search, search, hurry up and search. Here's the good news. 
we're playing this tonight again at nine o'clock at night. Another fucking chance to win. What are we going away tonight? Signed, Pat Cooper. Hell yeah. Got a little kick for you there? What, what was that? <laughs> the gassiness of the seltzer water really got me. <laughs> You're like a baby drink. <laughs> yeah, it's what's happening. Oh. Uh, we do have a winner. Jason KU80 is our winner. Bam. Uh, and that, of course, came down to Jelly Bean. And he was drafted by the Golden State Warriors. And even though it was two questions, Fez, both could be found on the same Wikipedia page. So that's why you know it works fast and easy. Because all you've got to do is go straight to Wikipedia. <laughs> and that's the whole point of search, search, hurry up and search. Jelly Bean Bryant. I thought he had something to do with the Sixers, but that doesn't mean he was drafted there. He was dealt there. He played. Was he? Four, he played four seasons for the Sixers, 76ers. Sixers is plenty. Now, seventies is not going to work for you. You can't say he plays for the seventies. People say, well, "Who are you talking about?" He's a time traveling basketball player. Like in football, you can say, "Hey, he plays for the Niners," but you can't say he plays for the forties. I think that's just make him sound like a drunk. You sound like a drunk. I am a drunk. <laughs> Don't put yourself down. I enjoy, I enjoy cocktails. Uh, Do you see how they recut the uh, Mrs. Doubtfire to make it look like the most frightening movie of all time? Yeah. Fucking Ryan Williams really was fucking derailed in that film. People have kind of getting harsher on Robin Williams the older he gets. Yeah. They, they like attacking him. They love fucking yeah. beating him up. I saw him at the Comedy Central Comedy Awards. He was great. He won like a Lifetime Achievement Award. Sure. He deserves one. Yeah. He did the whole Mark and Mindy thing, and then nothing. Stand up and stuff. And then, and then that's it. Um, Steve, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing, bro? Good. Hey, uh, I got some advice for you. Uh, I know you had Nick Mason in a couple months ago, and you guys were big Floyd fans. If you get a chance... Dark Side of Noon, my friend. Yeah, but uh, Roger Waters is out touring with The Wall Live. You've never seen it, brother. It's the most amazing concert you'll ever go to. Mm. Is it? Okay, thanks. Thanks for telling me 30-some years after the fact. You gotta check it out, man. They're fucking throwing the wall. Yeah. I'm it's very gonna, familiar. It's with. gonna freak you the fuck out. They build this fucking wall. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mama gonna build the wall. It's scary. You don't have to be scared up here. I'll protect you from that <laughs> wall. First time I saw that movie, I was freaked out. I'm not gonna let that wall get you. It's on PBS. Pibbits. Pibbits. Sandusky trials going on. And he tried to say he just likes hanging around with kids and clowning around with them. He goes, really, we're horsing around. Let's not make a big deal out of it. I bet he gets off. Some of the fun stuff is, and it's just joking, when we put our penises in each other's mouths. All right, that's, with children, that's not joking, and that, that's not fun. That's pedophilia. Fez, you come up with your answer now? No, I haven't figured out a way of saving the animals without killing them. It's the no payoff is what makes this show different from every other. Every other show will think to themselves, I, I want to have a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Our show has beginnings. 
Who gets the mill? No one knows. Because you can't really have a... You can't really have a middle until you know where the end is. So are we in the middle right now? Yeah. All right. One of our big stories on Reddit has picked us up. Nice. Is a man uh, pushed a subway worker on the tracks. Um, that was exciting. Holy, holy shit. Now, you got to admit, when you're standing close, don't you ever think to yourself, I can shove this fucker in front of the train right now? All the fucking time. And sometimes I think, what if I just threw myself in front of it? Will I, will I even feel it? I think that a lot. Sometimes I think, is someone going to try to fucking throw me into the guy in front of this goddamn train? Let's see if they try. Will they be able to get me, well, get you me do, in front of it? Well, you do what I do. When the train's coming up, just keep my back to it. Yell out, who feels strong? <laughs> you do that every yeah. time you're on the subway? Every fucking time. He's asking for it. Jesus. Who's, maybe it's your day today. I ain't fucking sure. I just want to get on the train and go to work. This is such get, a way. Make sure that Anna's ready for the uh, mass meeting after the show. Hicks. Yeah. I want you there. Yeah. Bring a pen and a pad. Write down everything Anna and I are saying. All right. And Fez, would you do me a favor? Sure. Right. Check on us through the window. I don't know if I can handle it. Let me go, boys. Let me go, oh, boys. Man. So I feel like you're with Dave. Sometimes. <laughs> Do you guys ever go out drinking after the show? No. Never. No time for it, huh? He has to get back to Jersey. It's a drive. He drives here. He's a Jersey boy. He does? Yeah, he drives here, yeah. Where does he park? And when, sometimes he gets parking on the, actually on the street. So uh, it's a cra- it's just sometimes on the street. Sometimes he has to use one of those fucking garages. What's the garage cost? Him? 30 bucks on a Saturday? 30 or, I think maybe 40 I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Something like that. Between 30 and 40 we should have grumbled a lot. Oh, that'd be great. Make some bank. How'd you like this? You work once a week, you drop 40 bucks every time you come in. Yep. And then it's toll money, right? Yeah. Get through the tunnel. And then he's, you know, going way down South Jersey. He gets gas, you know. It's an hour drive each way. Some fuckers there. Someone's always stopped you with a basket along that route. Hey, can we have some money to upkeep the roads? Fuck that. I like the roads bad. I have a four-wheel drive car. Suck my dick. Uh, we're not asking. We're telling. <laughs> These, uh, yeah, this this Russian Russia is so fucked up. They retitled our thing on Reddit though. Douche gets a haymaker to the face after pushing woman on subway tracks. That's why they they write better fucking headlines than us. Uh, I think it's more about the guy getting punched in the face as the woman on the tracks. I don't know. I mean, sure, the punch is good. Well, that's you the, got the, dra- you... the odd decision you have to make. Do you immediately jump down and try to get the woman off the tracks, or do you try to stop the the guy from getting away? T-bomb. Uh, Drake fans have anger issues. Uh, a guy who looks like he's pretty drunk and just busts his own fucking <laughs> shit up. This guy loses his shit. He's in the middle of a fight coming out from a Drake concert in Camden, New Jersey. Who would go to a Drake concert? I don't know. Wait a minute, who would even go to Camden? <laughs> he just destroys his own fucking crutch. I just want to point out, there's some white guys that already fuck people up. Yeah. This guy, and this guy is fucking whacked out. Because he has a bum leg and he's just destroying his own shit. And you're on a fucking crutch because you don't know what the fuck you're doing, dude. You don't know what's happening right now. 
Maybe he was just pissed that he paid for a Drake concert. I like this story. It was up over the weekend. This fucking dude. They did not. He does not have to uh, register as a as a sex fucking offender, but he was jacking off in his car and slammed into a crime scene oh. over a murdered child. <laughs> what a fucking dick! What an asshole! Why are you jerking off, buddy? How's, oh, it's important. Yeah, this, this picture is awesome. Frank and George, you're on a fez. Ronnie, Hicks fucked up again. I, I got the jelly bean question right with Warriors without even looking it up. I must have put in a half a second. I want to recounter someone that knows what the fuck they're doing and look that up. I know exactly what I'm fucking doing all the time. Too bad you can't fucking Hicks, type. You can't pick a fucking Suck, horse. Suck off. I'm not picking game. horses. It's chick. You fucked up. You told Ronnie the favor a couple of weeks ago was uh, fucking Union Rags when it was Bonemeister. You're true. lucky I couldn't call that day. I'm so scared when you call to bust me on my bullshit. It was Union Rags was the fucking favorite. Check it again. See who went off the favorite that day. It was the day before the fucking race. I Don't you think I know fucking odds change? I don't think you do. Yes, I, I do. I'm a fucking gambler, you jerk off. I thought you knew horses and pot and I wanted to hang out with you, but now I don't know so well, much. Well, I never wanted to hang out with you in the first place, so fuck off. Hicks? Hicks, I got to tell you something. Yeah. I don't like the way you talk to our listeners. I don't like them calling up and attacking me. He just said you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. I always know what I'm doing. That's how it goes. Hmm. What was his name, Frank? I believe so. Frank, call back and give us your online name. I want to see where you finished on that. I know the biggest Kobe Bryant's dad fan was in the house. He is. I mean, it was a pretty easy fucking question. A, you could get both answers off Wikipedia. B, some people actually know it. Let's go. We know we had this contest coming up. I want uh, Anna to be on this in the producers' meeting tomorrow. Okay. Anna's not in tomorrow. Who's in? Catholic Sam and Co Co Kokomo Joe. Tell Catholic Sam that she's going to be the fill-in. <laughs> what? No. Ask her to watch Sandwich Nazi. Okay. Iranian Honeymooners. <laughs> She might be freaked out. Uh, by the way, we put up the Bill Murray uh, uh, hologram. A nice feedback. Let me just say this. Oh. From what could be described as a wheel in the comedy business. A big wheel. Oh, shit. That's fucking nice. Mm. Bill Murray's the man. Yeah. Fez, when's your uh, brunch plan for? Um, I'm not sure what time it is yet. Well, it could be during a certain time. Brunch ends, uh, like, what, like three, it's I guess? It's a day, too, is what I'm looking for. I'm just looking to have... Oh. To not be cast aside and just be in a conversation like two fucking fellas who know each other. Even when I try to make small talk, we're either rubbing our fucking leg or pushing me out of the way. All right. I'll move back. Um, Get the ex-bandict. Yeah. 
Uh, your chance, the last chance, to get in to see Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, last night, in the middle of the night, when I was watching TV, The Kings of Comedy was on. They were selling out fucking Madison Square Garden type places. Gigantic. That was fucking huge when those guys tore together. And I guess it was Cedric had the idea of, let me cut the fucking sleeves off of a jacket and just go out there using the rest of it as a vest. It looks good. He's going to be in Soul Man coming up on the TV network. Is that was the name of it? TV Bang Bang? TV, TV Land. TV Land Land. Um, by the way, we're waiting on, in, within 15 minutes, we're getting our 3 o'clock snack. Mm. And uh, I love a snack. Yeah, today is going to be a really good one, too. Aw, shit. Yeah. I can't I don't even want to tell, but it's out there. The cheerleader one was fucking really good. You like that one? Yeah, that was a great one. So Where do you see today's? Oh, God. It's hot. I like, I like it hot. You want me to just tell you? Give me a hint. Give me a hint. I'll tell you flat out. Okay. Today's is girls with acne. All right. And, like, a lot of dudes are, like, really into that. But it isn't just a little bit. I mean, it's heavy, scary fucking acting. I don't know if I want to look at that. Like how, babe? Like, like just like fucking just Pizza covering face. Face. Oh. Pimple here and there, okay. I think we might be entitled off some tits with that pizza. <laughs> oh. Let me go, boys. Uh, you were telling me that Al-Qaeda has been mocking out the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, this is just fucking silly as shit. Yeah. So, uh, can't, like, I don't know. The government has, like, $33 million total in, in bounties on various leaders of Al-Qaeda's head. So, an offshoot of Al-Qaeda said, All right, if you can give us the whereabouts of Obama, we'll give you 10 camels. And if you give us the whereabouts of Hillary Clinton, we'll give you 20 chickens. <laughs> That's the... Their fucking bounties are to take out Obama and Hillary. I think it's in Somalia is one of where one of the cells are, and fucking the United States is annoyed. It sounds like you could just let him know Washington D.C. and collect your camels. We spotted him. He's on TV. How's that? I want my camels and my chickens. I, I know where the man. I know where he sleeps at night. West Wing. It's a big White House. Um, I was surprised that you don't like the gamers that went up over the weekend. Oh, that's I thought that had been yours over cheerleaders. The cheerleaders, though, the the, the, the ladies that won. Come on. Uh, the ass girls? Yeah, ass girls. You're an ass man, huh? Sure. Lou, it is. Cyrac, Johnny. 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 I was wondering why you didn't talk to some of your horse friends to find out who would win. You're a horse, aren't I'm you? I'm a human. Holy shit! I'm a human, Johnny. I mean, I listened to you. I mean, I lost every single one of these races. That's true. I, I was shut did. out in the Triple Crown. We all did. I am 0 for 3. <laughs> crown this year. Shut out. Thank God I put my bets through my brother and I haven't paid him yet. Otherwise, I would have to miss my mortgage. Good. I listened to you. Been heavy. No, maybe not that. Eggs, why don't you fucking at least give us one good fucking thing? Why don't you handicap next week for us? All right, I'll take a look at some Give racing. us one fucking horse. Okay. That's all we all want. All right, all right, I'll take a look at it. I'll take a look at Instead the Instead of sitting by idly attacking Chick on a daily basis. <laughs> by the way, I'd love to collect 20 chickens. Oh, you're a fucking trader then. 
Well, no, I got nothing against Hillary, but I mean, who couldn't use a couple of chickens? They're trade to America. You know what I get, got against Hillary? No, no, my bulls. I just think twenty chickens that would last me for like a year at this point in my little. He can't eat my tiny, my tiny can't, stomach. That, that you can't eat. <laughs> that twenty chickens would last me. I'd make that last. Uh, do you ever go to the movies now and say, "Can I just have one kernel?" <laughs> Can I have? I would like three pieces of popcorn, please. Not all together, though. I'll be back no, for the other no, two I'll pieces. Space, I'll space. I got to space them out. I got to go see like that. Would be like if I went to go see like Gandhi or like a really long movie with an intermission. Man, did you just age yourself by throwing Gandhi in? Gandhi. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, I know. Gandhi's coming up on thirty years old. When's the last time a movie came out that had an intermission? Uh, let's see. Gandhi had one. Reds would have been yep. in the early eighties. Uh, I can't think of a, yeah, a think of a film that's had one in that long. But way, did we ever get an answer to my movie question about music? What was that? The most used song in uh, in movies. Yeah, Happy Birthday. <sighs> that's so lame. If that's yeah, really it. that's it. And then a lot of classical songs. Yeah. Happy Birthday. That's mm. Terrible. Yeah, I know. It's rough. So, one of the least, uh, uh, one of the least used though, is uh, Mr. Roboto. Never has been used in one fucking film. Tomo Arigato. I can't imagine why it wouldn't be. Yeah, it's a great song. Johnny, how was your weekend? You go down the shore? I did not. I had to work Saturday, so I actually pulled the triple crown of work. I worked. I had to work every single Saturday. There was a triple crown race. Wow. Yeah, it sucked. It was absolutely no fun. So no, no short. That'll be. I'll be leaving Friday for the short this week, and then I'll start my Friday. My off, my off Fridays where I start take every Friday off. And then, That's nice. That's what everybody around here does too. <laughs> yeah. No one's coming here on Friday. Except, except for Ron Fez. Well, no, Ron, we... Ron and Pepper. Oh no, it's shit! The Ron show. Shit! Truth bomb. What happened? Show. To Why Fez don't you go Bob? drown on a drop of soda? <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Holy shit! Wishing death on a friend. Yeah, that's not nice. I never wish death on Fez. I just—I know you don't. But Fez, Fez, you know, he don't fuck when he doesn't like. He doesn't like. I know those stints made him very angry. I know, but you know what? I think he's gonna have a little more free time. He gave some stuff up today, handed it over to Anna, <laughs> and I'll, I'll that'll that. be there. I'll take that off Anna's hands. You want it instead of Anna? Yeah, I want it. All right. I'll keep it. Why would you keep it when you're not doing it? You're going to be doing just as much now by not having it. That's the beauty of it. You're not doing any less. Um, you got to get to that hold of that guy. I think it was Walno or something like that. Wayno, I believe it was. Wayno. is doing all the booking for you right now. I wish Waldo was. All right, hold on. You know what? Sean's got an answer for you. Sean, go ahead, buddy. Hey, didn't uh, Death Proof and uh, fuck that case now? The Tarantino Rodriguez film wasn't that a intermission film? Well, no, because no. those were really two movies and it had fake yeah. trailers in between it that you yeah. were supposed to sit and watch. Right. But I thought that was kind of the point. It was a double feature with intermission. I guess it was a double feature. I guess. Yeah, it was really a double feature, not just one really long film. Right. Which is what Johnny was talking about. 
I wish it would have been a creature double feature. Oh, that would be nice. Did the, che- did the Che Guerrero movies have the yeah. Sodenberg? You know what? They actually, you're right about that. And in some places, they played on different nights. That would be uh, I don't che. know if I could do two different nights, because I'd probably forget what happened earlier. Well, you, you watched uh, the Hatfields and McCoys, didn't you? No. You made a giant mistake, Johnny. No. I, I you know... I, I never. Maybe. I mean, they'll probably replay it quite a, be, a few times, right? I don't think so. No one and done. I guess you want to see it in real time. <laughs> I don't it's know worse now. NBC's going to turn it into a series. Uh, no, they're not. They're they're doing a modern day Hatfields and McCoys. Oh, okay. It has nothing to do with the original. That that was a separate project, but it's supposed to be like the Hatfields are rich and the McCoys are poor and they still hate each other from years ago. That's none of the originals. That sounds great. No way they're bringing back Costner. I got a, you know what, I just finished reading, which I don't do very often, the, the book, that, the new Godfather book that came out. Yeah. The Corleone family. Yeah. For those who are into the Godfather, get it, read it, it's amazing. Really? That oh, was great. I mean, if you, you know what, the, the main characters were Sonny the Don and Luca Brasi, and it tells the entire Luca Brasi has this amazing story arc that gets him to where he is now. You know, when you see Godfather One, because mm-hmm. it's kind of in between. It's uh, Sonny's seventeen going on eighteen, so it's it's you know it's very young and it's it's amazing. Luca's like Luca's a sick, twisted motherfucker. Well, they let on in the movie even like Luca was pretty fucking frightening. He he. I don't want to ruin it for anyone who's going yeah, to don't ruin it. But it's he is a twisted, twisted man. And In other words, he's Italian. Yeah, no, no, no. This goes beyond. This is just like even beyond he, Italian. Oh yeah, beyond Italian. Worse he's, than Italian. Yeah, I mean, wow, that is bad. It's horrifying. Very twisted, and it's it, it's a really good read. It's uh, and it kind of gives you. I, I don't know why they never made it into a movie. I mean, it was because it's stupid. Hey. uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's crazed. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fezzy. Hey, Pepperoski. <laughs> What's hey, up? Hey, Fez. I was just wondering, how can you drown on a drop of soda? Oh, oh shit! What? It would Fuck. be like you getting a drop of literacy. It could kill you. What do you mean by that? I can read. Really? You've had a busy summer then. <laughs> I can read better than you. Oh, shit! Damn. Face. Yeah, the back of snack cakes. Uh, <laughs> why? Because he's a diabetic? So am I've I. been actually eating good, Fezzy. Oh! Snap, oh, vegetarian. I don't got... Got him plenty. Oh! Because he's a diabetic. What happened between you guys? You guys used to get along so great. Turn your fucking radio down, Craze. Come on, she dog. That's true. Turn your radio down. Don't be fucking crazy. I love hearing the. I love hearing the replay. Leave it on. It's fun. Oh boy, you're a ball busted too. Stop. Double the craze. Craze, when you coming back in? Um, I don't know. Anytime, man. Anytime. You want. Should I put you on this, or should I put? Anna on it or somebody's going to get it done. I'll take care of it. You sure? Yes. I remember you said that before. I had to move it over in Anna Town. All right, Chris, why don't you send us out with a, a rap, won't you? 
Here I come with the ones and twos are coming through. Austin Mad Chops were on Fezzy too. Coming with the beats and I dropped the slam. I come in with the jams and I come like I'm the son of Sam. Coming with the beats and the drums that I choose and you know what I'd use. I'm coming through. All right, thanks. Thanks, Christ. <laughs> Fez, you were slamming him a lot, huh? I'm being overweight and... He Big came diet. in attacking. I know, but why attack a stereotype? And illiterate. Um, now, they're now also blaming the Canadian cannibal on movies. Uh, Seven um, shows up in their American Psycho and Basic Instinct. Now, the fact that in the last 12 years since any of those films have been out, no one else has been doing that. But they still don't mind blaming movies. That sounds insane. Cat is totally batshit. Why do they do that, Fizz? Just because our fear, we want to figure out why things got crazy? You have to know why someone, you know, cut someone up, ate their body parts, and then mailed them out. So, I mean, but it's just, it's more of a fear, though, right? Oh, it's they, absolutely, yeah. Because a movie can't make a person go out and do something, right? Right. I'm um, putting together a film right now. I call it Round Up the Gays and Beat Them to Death. And I think... That could give people ideas. But you just said that that couldn't happen. Is it in post-production or pre-production right now? Or like, when's it coming out, you think? I'm sorry, are you with TMZ? Or what did you I'm interested in this you mind film. If I, I want to see it. You know what? Uh, I got a new book out. It's called None of Your Fucking Business, Hex. Oh, right, so I want okay. you to read it fucking end to end. All right. So you understand. Yeah. See if hear about a film I want to see. Why don't you sit there and just try to fucking hit me with lights the whole time, too? <laughs> There's a light on my cell phone. There's a light. I didn't even hear from you today, Chris, did I? Sometimes you give me a text when I'm running a little late. Oh, I no, knew. you did. You just, oh, no, that's from the other day. No, I knew. I knew in my mind. In your mind's eye? That's right. Uh, 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 uh. Fez uh, sent me something at uh, well ten thirty two, a little late for him. When I ended at ten o five, they had Kevin Smith on the phone. What was Kevin talking about? Um, what was he talking about? It might have been his book. And I don't remember. You didn't know. You didn't hear it. Mm mm. All right, I got a, I got a break. Shit, man, don't let me go this long. When we come back, it's the 3 o'clock snack. Oh, yeah. I hope you're hungry. Johnny, Almost. talk to you later, buddy. Later, boys. All right, peace. That's two guys in a row that you attacked over food things. And you know they both struggled with food. Um, Fizz Fuzz can get mean. Like that, quick. Let's hope Anna doesn't have that same problem. She's from Staten Island, though, an Italian. They get pissed off easy. Yeah. Serious temper. So many people are writing into me wanting us to get Sandwich Nazi on. And people writing, he's the funniest comedian I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I'm writing back, he's not a comedian. This is not an act. It's just a guy living his life. Yeah. This is just a fucking dude. I hate when anyone calls their sperm kids, though. Like, I'll blast my kids on your face? Yeah. No, just another thing. It's kind of disgusting. 
Hey, drink, hey, remember that fucking Fear Factor video where they drank all the donkey kids? Say. <laughs> I guess that sounds a lot weirder than just jism. Thank you. That was my point. All right, we'll break. Right back with a snack. Remember, tonight at 9 o'clock, be tuned into the iBang and you can win. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron Bennington, Fez Wally. The Ron and Fez Show. More Ron and Fez next. Wow. The Ryan Fez Show, uh, 3 o'clock snack, is up right now. It's Howdy Ma'am. Oh. The cowboy hat is a kind of a funny-looking thing, but put it on a pretty girl, and it's like magic. And if she's wearing the boots, too, it's even better. Now all you need is a dinner bell, a rants, and, well, we're getting carried away. But go ahead, scream, yeehaw, it's fun. Now you have 15 good reasons to do it. Vote for your favorite little cowgirl. Uh, Pips, what is your vote today on cowgirl 3 o'clock snack? It's it's a tough one. There's a lot of a lot of the the tits hanging out. You mm -hmm. can't see them, but it's sexy. You know, it's a covering up. They're hanging low. True. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the last row, second picture in. Last row, second picture in. Oh. Um... That's a good one. That's a very strong one. I went for John Deere. Uh, top to the right. Hicks, what about for you? Oh, give me the two for second row, fourth in. Those two young ladies. And see, look, some areolas popping out on the woman closer to the... The <laughs> two for. I didn't know that we were going to two first. <laughs> All right, then uh, let's bring in Kokomo and see what he has to say. All right, Kokomo, how do you like yeah. it? How you like it, Kokomo? By the way, I'm not crazy about the tits that you got hanging out there. They look like they're damaged somehow. <laughs> what do you By the way, I'm not even sure I would put this one girl down as a cowgirl because it's Florida State. This is the girl that um, sent the pictures of... Uh, oh, that's Brett Favre's That's the one that was in here that day. Yeah. All right, so she was the one who Farb sent the pictures of his dick in for. Mm -hmm. and then she's By the way, broken. now in honor of that, let's play some of those Farbs. We actually got Brett Farb's fucking um, answer machine messages, and we'll be able what? to play. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is nuts. All right, you're a chance to look up here at these. Okay. Um, which one are you picking for yourself? Um, I'm going to go with the first row, fifth picture. You also picked John Deere. Yes. So that becomes Critic's favorite today. Okay. And we'll have to see how it does against it all. I want to tell you the truth. I think John Deere may win, but I like, now I'm thinking uh, Pips is on to something with the one that he picked, uh, bottom row, second over. All right, now. That's good. This is Brett Favre. Uh, calling in to the girl and take a listen to these. You're not even going to believe it. It's really borderline offensive, I think. But this is the stuff that he left for her. Please leave a message at the tone. Hey, baby, it's Brett Comeback, old number four. 
Listen, what has two thumbs and wants to fuck you? My dick. I just figured out how to get two gonads into one side of my sack. I'm gonna send you the JPEG. Make sure you send me some pictures of you, too. Try to put two titties on one side of your chest or whatever. This is fun, girl. Brett Favre, signing out. It's uncomfortable. I think there's even more, too. This is terrible. Please leave a message at the tone. Hey, darling, I wanted to get a hold of you. Go out for a picnic on Sunday. This is number four. Got a little problem. We're playing a game. I forgot to tell you I'm a quarterback on the team. Maybe you heard of us. We're called the Packers. I mean the Jets. No, I mean the Vikings. I played a lot of places. Do me a favor. Uh, never fuck or blow Tom Brady. Because I heard from quite a few people. He's a piece of garbage. And probably has some kind of salmonella venereal disease. Uh, you didn't put any of these tapes on the internet, did you, honey? Because that'll make me look batshit nuts. Serious. Send me a picture of Jaina. Um, did he just say send me a picture of Jaina? Oh, yeah, you're Jaina. That's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, oh. How does she not go for that? I don't know. I think there's even more, though. I mean, he apparently just kept calling back a lot. <laughs> Please leave a message at the tone. Hey, baby, it's Brett Favre, number four, the old white QB. I don't know if uh, you put any of this on the internet, but somebody told me that they, they saw a picture of my dick, and they said they saw a toenail on the end of it. So I hope that wasn't you. But I don't even know where I'm sending this to. I hope I didn't end up sending it to TMZ. Anyway, call me back. Feel like getting some of this come out. Are you even there? It's kind of disgusting in some of these. I mean, his dick has a toenail. He's look. He's got to get the cum out. That's not healthy. So is that? Oh, there's more. Oh God, no. Okay. Please leave a message at the tone. Hey, baby. It's Hall of Fame quarterback number four, Brett Favre. Calling you back. I called you like ninety-two times. Haven't heard back from you yet. But uh, playing a little game here, a little. Hard to get. I understand. Pepe Le Pew time. Uh, we're going to play a game called Rape Game. Uh, act like you don't know me. Uh, when I grab you, start screaming, hitting back. Yell out, no, Brett. I seriously don't want to have sex with you. Uh, and then it's me. In again, out again, Finnegan. Drop some on your titties, and I'm out the door. You're the best, baby. Number four, Brett Favre. What a bet that on it this weekend. We're ready to kick some ass. Uh, these sound improvised and kind of lazy. If I'm going to be honest about this, it doesn't seem like Brett had a plan. Just rambling. Look, he was calling this broad. He was all fucking jacked up. He was horny. Well, at least that's the last one of them. So there's more. There's more, yeah. All right. Please leave a message at the tone. Pick up, 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 pick up. Oh, shit. All right. He just got that one from Cable Guy. That doesn't even make sense. And she never answered. And that's her picture right there. That's the girl who sent him pictures of his dick. It's up in the 3 o'clock snack today when she was at Florida State. 
Another one of these? All right, good. Please leave a message at the tone. Hey, I'm talking to you on my cellular telephone, so, you know, what up? They did raising the roof. Hey, I thought maybe you want to come over here and go in a hot tub with me, and we got jello. So, you know, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Let's let nature take its course. Uh, stupid Packers are on TV tonight. Don't you hate them? And his dumb cheese hats. I move from there. Don't worry, I ain't got a man's dick, so come on over. You want to stop by? Get in a hot tub. Blow me. Hey, girl. You want to roll by here? Ozzy Cotton. Hey. Big up a box of beer. Come on over here, Brett Favre. Not making a lot of sense. All right, that's the end of them. It was Brett Favre. Uh, was there more? Or? There is more. All right, let's do one more. Right, Please leave a message at the tone. Hi. Hi, girl. Hey, Brett Favre. I got to move some furniture, so I can't come over. Sorry. My dad's mad at me. But, uh, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. That's I thought you might want to come by and watch One Tree Hill. I just found out that I, I've been driving the last two weeks without a windshield on my truck, you know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if you saw the game last week, but I was pretty drunk for it. You got any oxys? <laughs> uh, it sounded like Brett had a friend there that was just... <laughs> fucking laughing. Yeah, a couple of friends, I guess, just lose their shit. <laughs> I guess who's ever recording for him couldn't keep their shit together. We got any more of the Brad, or is that the end of it? It all starts to run together on me. More. All right, let's hear another one. Please leave a message at the tone. I hope you don't mind. I got your digits, right? I'm making some cheddar. Uh, are you in that answer, my Shane? I'll throw football. Uh, I thought you want to come over here dancing with the stars is on. I thought you want to come over and get on all fours. I grease up your asshole. Hey, hold on, I'm gonna send you a picture. I'm jerking off first. Right, I'm gonna finger my ass and send you a picture. I got some banana butt lube. I'm gonna take it all the way in. Listen, I gotta go out and get out back and get a pail of water. Come back in here. Our bathroom caught on fire and almost got to the house. Uh, some of these, that seemed like an old gag. His friend's not laughing as much. His friend must be getting bored. Oh, no. Um, right up after the show, we'll have the the latest Bill Murray strangeness. Uh, Bill Murray, the only old guy still fucking having fun. Hell yeah. You got to make fun. You can't sit and watch it go by. You got to get out and make it. You got to turn it into something. Get up out of that chair and make things happen. That's Bill Murray. I wonder that girl didn't fucking call Brett Favre back, though, though. I know. It's kind of loony. Uh, 9 o'clock tonight. 9 o'clock tonight. Go to the iBank.com for search, search. Hurry up and search. Hicks, who's winning the early numbers here right now? Oh, boy. John Deere is fucking dominating. Got a lot of ass men watching this fucking thing. John Deere's all over it. Yeah. Distant seconds. Looks to be Pip's girl. Titties out. It's really interesting, though, that our guys picked one and two. I guess no one has love for these two cowpokes. <laughs> Come on. Double your pleasure. <laughs>
That one girl's tit looks fucking strange. <laughs> <laughs> like she's on a planet with extra gravity. <laughs> oh, these girls got it together. I guess they do. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I'm uh, forgetting anything, am I? I hope not. I hope there's no plugs I needed to do today. Oh, by the way, your Prometheus fucking thing. Neil deGrasse Tyson said that they had shitty math in it. Yes, actually, I picked that up when I was watching the film. You're kidding me. Yeah, Charlize Theron said they were 500 billion miles away from Earth. When apparently that's just past Jupiter. But they've been fucking f flying through space for fucking two years. So come on, Charlize. She don't know. what It sounded like a big fucking thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's just doing it for effect. Yeah, it sounded like a big number. Like, here's a giant fucking number. But Neil deGrasse Tyson was all over that, making them feel bad. Yeah, Neil don't play fucking games. It's like, listen, you better get this shit accurate, Ridley. Alright, uh, Michael wrote in, said that he was listening to the... Classic fucking answer machine things. And he says he's at work laughing and people think he's having a seizure in his cubicle. <laughs> I like when something's going by so long that you don't even remember it. And every fucking one of them, when I'm hearing it, I'm like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. I don't know what that Brett Favre was doing when he was calling that girl. All right, row three, pick four, is a famous picture they said. Of uh, Kate's playground, and she has a hoof instead of a right foot. Oh my god! Oh what are you fucking waiting on? The servages. Well, you got to jack around the whole time when you already had it up, but then you got to oh, let me do this and that, and not fucking. She's got a hoof. That's creepy. I also have been told by people yeah. that that Daytona place. Has moved up the street where they have a bigger place than they used to. Oh. It's Mike's Galley, and uh, Flipper's been there. Nice. Hope it's not changed the food. Three or right? four years ago. Because he's fucking catching waves. All right, that girl's got a hoof. Row three, picture four? Yeah, row P three, picture four. I don't see a hoof. Yeah, well, you don't see any fucking legs there. Yeah, this woman could just be a torso for all we know. What's her name? <laughs> it's Kate's Playground. Well, look, go look her up and see if we can't see a whole picture. Right. She kind of looks familiar to me. I don't see any hope. Oh, there it is. What the fuck? Oh, God. Oh, that's creepy. Oh! Right there in the picture, in, in the fucking the shoe, they just, oh, it's a hoof. That is and a yet hoof. she's sexy at the same time. And I think the hoofiness makes her feel like she's not too good for anybody. I have the weirdest boner right now. Oh. I'm just kidding. You're not kidding. You're hard. Ooh. Uh, Lisa and Savannah loving the old number four. And, uh,. I just fucking got this from Hard Rock Johnny. Those number four jokes suck. Don't ever play them again. Oh. Really, Johnny? And speaking of hooves, how's fucking Pepper doing? He can blow me, all right? He That's can blow he... your balls. <laughs> yeah, blow my balls. Now, I saw a little bit of TMZ. They said that he said, fuck my balls. He said blow. It's pretty yeah. fucking clear. It's very strange how they'd want to change that. 
All right, 9 o'clock tonight, be on the eye, bang. Search, search. Hurry up and search your chance to win. Are you going to be there tonight, Joe? I'll be there this evening at 9 o'clock right, on the iHost. I want you to host. Do one of your jokes very, very quickly. Uh, okay, uh, I didn't make this up. But I think it's really funny. It goes, right. what do you call a fish with no eye? A fish. Right, here's the thing. Okay. I want your jokes. Oh, okay. Your jokes. Yeah, you're original. I, I got a joke for you. Okay. It, it goes like this. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. This has been the Ron and Fez Show. If you missed any or all of it, or you crave the comfort of listening to sounds that are familiar to you, that'll bring you back to your childhood earlier today, check out the Ron and Fez replay. Weekdays at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. XM 105, Sirius 206. The Open Anthony Channel.